0: Welcome to a journey through time and stuff! Time and
1: stuff, yeah! You've never been on a journey like this before! Time and stuff time! Time for the stuff to happen!
2: Time! (coughs) Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of a journey through time and stuff. My name is Aaron. And I'm Jason. And we are here on a glorious Saturday night. Uh, recording a bazooka-ish styled podcast. It's just me and Jason.
1: Yeah, we kicking it.
2: And, uh, we had a wonderful, pretty great fucking day today, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, you, okay, here's what we're going to do. Overall, I would say if we were to average out our day between the two of us, we had (laughs) a positively good day. Definitely. Start with your day.
1: Yeah, man, um shit woke up went uh, into the studio with naked luck this morning
2: yes that's what i wanted to
1: hear. um yeah the night before we set everything up got all the drums great and uh sounded sound checked everything all the instruments were good um yeah sends sam, sam densmore he's our sound engineer he was shout a, out to Stan, sam densmore he's a stud and uh yeah, so we played a long time. Yeah, we're recording three songs. Um got through them, all the instrument stuff is all good and done and
2: yeah. Excellent.
1: Yeah, doing vocals tomorrow.
2: Vocals tomorrow, three more songs. So you guys are knocking out these little three chunks. song bundles. Yeah. At a time. Uh, that that's don't so know, smart.
1: Yeah, don't know exactly what we're going to do with these cuz right. our album just came out in August. Yep. yep. So we're like, you know, playing those obviously. Dude, the
2: fact that you have shit in the bank ready to just put out to release for people. That's, that's exciting.
1: Yeah. Uh, And honestly, like these last three tracks are so new and it's cool. Like they're definitely like the biggest stretch we've made genre wise for the group. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm particularly proud of them because I feel like, the, all of us together have kind of adapted into like our own little, you know, thing, which is fun. And I don't know. Well, here's—I cool. think all of us can say what they like individually about you know what they wrote and brought to the band and how yeah. every other person has contributed to how they're sure. feeling with it. Like I don't know, it's cool. Here's what I love uh, is oh.
2: I I love the fact that we have so many similarities musically between our relationships with our own bands mm, and kind mm. of where our bands are heading like you guys are in the studio this time of year my yeah. bands in the studio oh, this time yeah. of year you just were in the studio this weekend i go in the studio on tuesday Heck like yeah. we all we all feel like this is the point of our the band's evolution of music uh-huh. that they're breaking ground. They're making a little new strides in like you said, you're kind Stretching, of pushing your genre growing. You're, you're, you pushing more. Yep. And I think I, and what I love is, is we can be as, uh, hmm. sorry, we could be We're as fine. kind of removed as we can. We, we, I I find myself having a tendency to be removed from the process, and, I get and, it. and yeah, yeah, I and get I it. think you do too. And uh. kind of looking at it from the outside, not wanting to credit everyone else more than you credit yourself.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. With this, with these last three songs, especially, I think. Have that, you found it easy to go? Oh wow! Look how much of me is in this. Well, yeah, kind of actually. Which and, is and and more or less like. Um, throughout the parts, you know, the songs that, you know, they've written and like maybe given more input of what they would hear with the drums, you know? Um, and us just kind of developing as a band, they've heard my fills and things like that, that have like more of a lean towards certain styles. And here's the thing, here's the uh, thing, bro.
2: You've grown so much as a drummer in the last year and a half since your first big tracking thing with your guys last album the one where you went to white salmon and yeah. you know that that session you've grown so much since that time in your writing dexterity what how how nuanced you are at being able to create subtle changes in parts uh-huh. that part of you has grown so much and that's just you, one because you have another year and a half sitting behind a drum kit, basically solid, yeah. you know, like, you're not not practicing, obviously. So, yeah. so just the time period alone, you could be the best drum in the world, but if you spend another year and a half later, you're better. True, like, true. you know, it's, yeah. it's, so there is that, but also I think you've just, you've really kind of changed. I've, I've seen it in you. You've changed, uh, kind of your approach to hearing and, and analyzing music at yeah. you you know uh, you're far more of a drummer in your mind now than you were yeah. a year and a half ago when you were just yeah. playing drums but you were still a f- I mean all you had been is a
1: vocalist for the last five years before that true, true you know what I mean and I actually like yeah it's really I've listened to and just yeah. watched. Well, what I think is a great. lot of drummers. The shows that we play, and I'm drumming in for the last year. You know, I've watched and admired all the freaking people I have played with, and there's a reason why I have a lot of friends that are drummers. Sure. <laughs> well, the
2: cool what I, where I was going with that, and I guess I was getting a little long winded. Not at all. A little. Uh,
1: I loved it. You were talking all about how good yeah. I was. Well, well, here's the thing: is what <laughs> I, I want to say is what, what I what I what I find <laughs> is
2: it, 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 that's back to our similarities um it's difficult for us to both to take compliments and Definitely. you've been telling me about my growth and I've been not wanting to hear it and I've been telling you about your growth and you've been you, we've both been resistant to accepting the compliments right uh-huh. um but here listening and back and you you getting to hear Actual recorded stuff that you now get to Mm. be subject objective about. Yeah, not you know. I get to like we recorded our songs when all that like you guys were you know you get to hear your recordings and go oh shit that's me and then you get to watch it come together in this mathematical way in a studio, which as many gigs as you can play as many times you play the songs in the practice room when things to come together in a studio Mm. with mics with headphones on with the the booth sitting there and. It all the way the songs come out in Uh, those set those ways. There's something
1: special about like a perfectly mic drum set. Oh, dude, you know what I mean? And then and then like I don't know. You know we're just in headphones until we're you know as I'm playing it. So like in my in my mix, I turn the drums actually like way down because I have them in with me right here, you know. Yeah. And actually, what I'm kind of focusing on more is how hard I'm hitting everything. So I'm feeling my hands actually like the resistance off the drums and the cymbals, you know. Sure. So I'm not, you know, and I do recognize how you know my hands are getting off them, but you know, but 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 the fun, but part, that's
2: your that's that's your experience uh, live of recording them yeah once you hear what you did when right. you hear everything come together yeah i think now we're both at a place in our musical j- journeys where you you get i i would hope you get to sit there today when you heard everything playing back and you're showing me the videos mm-hmm. of everything coming through and
1: you go fuck man like like yeah this well, is really I, well That's the thing. It's like I'm so focused on just like everything being perfectly with the click and how my hand is like, you know, I'm trying to feel everything and not quite like just hear the recording. I hear everybody else. Let me ask you this. Let me
2: ask you this. When you hopped Uh, on your motorcycle after uh, your recording session today uh, and you were riding home and it was just the rumble of your bike between uh, your legs, uh, your helmet on, you just sitting there fucking cruising. were Were you going jason good fucking job today dude were you oh, telling man. yourself were you were uh, you feeling good about like you uh, oh yeah and your accomplishment and like recognizing how much work you like did, did you feel that you it paid off for you today
1: oh yeah i well yeah individ, in individually like yeah i feel great but the, yeah the whole way home like we just had got done listening to everything and uh Yeah, and we just, like, the last little bit, we just did, knocked out certain chunks of, like, little parts and stuff. And everyone got to, like, go back and kind of do, like, you know, a solo or something. But it was, you know, just little stuff. Nothing major, but it was fun just listening back to it and, I don't know, talking about it. Highlights, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We got the highlight reel at the end, so I don't know. I was just really focused and happy about the whole fucking thing. Yeah uh yeah well i was scared about the fucking the first 10 minutes (laughs) sure sure the only that was the only thing but yeah
2: well what you i guess why i'm scared i guess well no no i get it i I guess why i'm saying it is because going up to my recording session Uh, now this is uh, your third or fourth time in the studio with this band right yeah right yeah so going up to uh, mine with earth to ashes I was very nervous. I was nervous about my quality of what I was giving to the band. I was worried about that, the the feeling in a studio and every, you know, I was, I was, and then I spent so m- I spent weeks, dude, because we did that in September <coughs> and I spent weeks after the fact without going, oh man, like I really kicked ass in there. Yeah, it took me weeks afterwards. I was so uh, self-conscious and nervous, and well,
1: I was. I had to tell you, you did all right. I, you did, you <laughs> did. But
2: it it took me. It took me weeks after the fact when you know, because I've listened to our my recordings of those mm-hmm. songs hundreds of times dude i listen to damn near every day i listen to all five songs hell yeah damn near every day and and
1: keep them fresh in your brain well and i and and (laughs) And more or less well
2: here's here's what's funny is because i've listened to him so much they're starting to feel like (coughs) excuse me (coughs) they're starting to feel like another band's song in a in not in a negative way but it they're now sounding like a familiar song that's good yeah and like a rush song or a dream theater song or a metallica song or a fucking matchbox 20 song like i was listening to matchbox 20 on the way home today and like some of those songs are just so ethereally good yeah And just the, the the way you know and i was so critical about my and you've been this way in your past stuff, like very definitely. critical about your playing and how the sound is, and and you had a hesitancy had had a hesitancy to go, yeah, I fucking killed it in the studio, and uh. and you're going, man, well, yeah, but you know, I was nervous, and you talked about all the negative parts of the studio experience, and that's what I focused on, yeah. Every time I was nervous, every time I had to uh. redo a
1: take, and pressure was building on me, and trying to get things right, you know. I like, could definitely see how it could definitely easily turn into well you just you gun. you because you, you, i saw like we were there for fucking a very long time well,
2: and i here's you know, the thing so. is is i had I can wear on you i had but but i what i recognized i did in my brain because i was nervous about my about me mm-hmm. and and underestimating my actual skill because i'm self-critical What I did is I focused on not messing up. And so every mess up I had, I cataloged that as a mess up or as a, you know, a failure. Basically what I didn't realize is for every one of those, I had a hundred fucking kills. Yeah. And I, and, and, and most of the time, most of the tracks I nailed it. Yeah. And then I just had a few little things and those are what stuck with me and fuck. And I had to redo that. and, and, that's what I, I didn't, I, it took me weeks of, of one, well, it, and, and it was one, here, it was one day. I, mm-hmm. I got in the car, and it, uh, came home from lunch, you know, took the car back to work, boom, put in my tracks. And I was listening to one of the songs, and I was listening to it kind of like I was listening to an, a song I love, right, you know? Right, And I went, holy shit, man, this thing sounds fucking good. Yeah. And like, then I went, Oh man. I recorded this like I helped write it I helped record it this is this is me and it's good and I can I'm appreciating it I'm I'm not I lost the self attachment to the negative parts of making it and Uh I was just now being able to attach to what's good about it and and grew Yes, I I've grown in 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 that, and now what I see you as mm-hmm. today, like when you got home, dude, you were bubbly and you're happy, and like yeah. I can see, I can see that you didn't carry any fuck ups from the studio home with you. Mm-hmm. You brought the fantastic feeling of it being good and right. done, and yeah. like, you know, yeah, it was tough as shit, but that's sure, but 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 the way you've talked about it all night, you haven't been negative about it, no, and no. and the first time when you got back from white salmon you were yeah true you know the way like, that you came back from that studio that ex- they even wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> and when and when we got the music. but here's the thing when we got all that music back it all sounded so fucking good yeah and, and, and i actually and, was and surprised too right and that was what happened to me but i mm-hmm. carried home the negative from the studio and then was surprised by the music i'm watching you now and you didn't carry home any of that no no and really. like, and i'm happy for you for this moment yeah like i'm going i'm 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 also trying to carry your energy and like dude you're the heart you got to go back you're the heart i'm the science dude like that's (laughs) the way it is you know i have to go back in on tuesday and like Uh, i want to carry your feeling and everything that for all you out there man uh, we've been talking this is awesome um we're gonna take a shot and for all you out there uh when after jason got back from the studio today um we were feeling good we were feeling good and we came up with an well jason came up with a brilliant idea
1: let's take this shot and then uh, oh can uh, i tell well, about
2: my day and then we'll coalesce at how when you got home from the studio and uh, in ending my okay, day perfect yes this is going to be great shots oh yeah should we play our old commercial while we do this yeah. So we we pulled out an oldie today. We thought about it, and uh, the, it, man, it's been a while. It's been it's been a shit ton of a at while. At least a year, maybe since we played this commercial. Yeah. At least since we switched to the kind of new format and however.
1: Which is kind of crazy because this is like fund foundation. Yeah, this, this fat fucking foundation.
2: This was one of the very first things we ever did for our, our podcast.
1: Without further ado, Salad Balls. This podcast brought to you by Salad Balls.
2: Are you Cheers. frustrated at the complexities of life? Good salads. Be easier to eat. Not enough stuff to fill up your time. Well, we have the solution for you.
1: Salad Salad balls! balls! I put all the balls in my mouth at one time. And I just take a bite and let the oozy out spill on my chin.
2: Well, I guess I never did think there ever be a time where I didn't put balls in my mouth and then I never did ever did I think that I'd be having a time where I didn't go back to a fork salad,
1: Nope. Hello, my name is Edgar P McSquishy Double, owner and founder of Salad Balls. I'm here to tell you about the rise of the ball. I was unimpressed by traditional salads. Putting them in my mouth was always leaving me with a sour taste. So I came up with a better solution. And that solution was salad balls. For some time now, I've been shoving my balls in people's mouths and they have been saving countless people's lives.
2: Hi, I'm a factory worker, uh, lead operator at the plant. We are a high-tech operation, and we take the sows, we put them in the balls, and we put the balls in people's mouths. We create all types of balls. All types of balls. Lots of balls, lots of, lots of carrying devices, lots of boxes. Lots of boxes, lots of bags. We have drones carrying boxes, putting balls in people's mouths, putting boxes in people's hands. All balls for all people's mouths. Did you hear that shit, people? We have balls on discount. Put them in your mouth. Salad Balls, a revolutionary technology striving towards putting our salad in our balls under the good people's mouths. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Kablarg. Thanks, Kablarg, for salad balls. They are delicious.
1: Yeah, and always just- They're low in calories,
2: low in fat, low in protein. They're basically
1: low in everything. (laughs) And always being on time with your sponsorship to this show. I know, yeah. Like clockwork. Beautiful. Um, (laughs) Yeah, my, my day, so-
2: Saturdays are a weird day for me, yeah, especially man. when everyone works. Because I'm, I usually never have a bunch of alone time. True, and it's not that it's a negative thing, but I don't, I I don't dwell or or relish the alone time. Like I know you love your alone time. Mm, uh-huh. uh, Beth loves her alone time. Even I you know, I I don't know if Jada loves alone
1: time. Yeah, she doesn't really care so much about it, actually. Yeah, but I... But she does enjoy it, Like,
2: I can find myself enjoying it. Yeah. But also, at the same time, I'm like, fuck, I wish someone was around.
1: You could be doing some shit with someone. Yeah. Or talking, conversating.
2: And, like, I do stuff by myself. And I find, you know, I listen to podcasts all the day or watch YouTube videos or, you know, do shit like that. Basically, all day. Um, But I'm I'm in my head the whole time. Um, And... You know, so last Saturday was real bad. Last Saturday I got <laughs> off work and I just didn't do anything. I didn't, I, I couldn't do anything. Right. I just, my, I didn't, no video interest me. No movie interested me playing. My bass didn't interest me. Like no, I just, dude, I spent at least 45 minutes laying on the couch with all the lights off, just staring at the ceiling. No, no, not looking at anything. Arms at my just like, <laughs> and just, just land. watching. Today was a little better. Today I found myself able to do stuff, but still, I I didn't turn any lights on all day. Like I was just like walking around. I didn't turn the TV on. Like I was just kind of like on my phone. Didn't want a game. Uh, here's the thing, dude. I tried. You turned it on. I. Right after you left, and I was sitting there by myself, I'm like, I'm going to do some shit. And so I yeah. turned on Assassin's Creed, and I, I started running around the very first thing this morning. Didn't like it. I was like, I'm not even in feeling this or enjoying this yeah. or, or feeling that kind of pull to want to do it. And so so I quit it, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll try Rocket League. <laughs> Didn't I wasn't enjoying it. Like, yeah. I like to enjoy games. True, true. You know, I could have just sat there and done it, but I wasn't enjoying it. And so true. I was like, fuck, I'm going to turn it off. And then uh didn't have anything that interested me to watch on TV, so I just turned everything off. And that was by, like, 1030, maybe 11 o'clock, because you were leaving at, like, 1045. Jada left by then, too. Um so I guess this was like 11.30, 11, forty-five 11, ish So I turned everything off, and I sat there and turned on a podcast and just had phone out on the table playing ambiently in the room. Yeah. And I just sat there on the couch and just kind of listened to the podcast and looked around the house, and I was like, fuck, what do I do? And I was like, all right, maybe I'll – I just did some push-ups, walked in here, picked up the 30-pound weights and just curled them for a while. Then I looked at my bass stuff, and I was like, all right, I'm going to play some bass. And so I did. I fucking turned on all my shit, powered everything up. i like, we're gonna podcast later. I'm going to turn on my bass and fucking played for a while, sat it down. And then I was like, it was like 11 noon, 1215, 12, 1220 12, at that time. And I was like, I need a cigarette. Oh shit, I don't have any cigarettes. Uh, I uh. need to go for a walk. That's when I went for a walk. Grab nice. that, grabbed the vanilla Coke for our whiskey tonight, which is oh, nice. fucking delicious. Oh, yes it was. Then I came back. Great addition. Then I came back and I was like, all right, it's two o'clock, and I played bass a little longer. Uh, cracked a beer, had some uh, whiskey with my vanilla coke, and I was like, uh-huh. "All right, I'm chilling." And then bass got boring, you know. I was like, "All right, well, I don't want to like rudiment practice right now. I just want to yeah. have fun, and it's not being fun." So I sat back down and listened to some more podcasts, and but man, it it it's weird. It was a very kind of mundane, yeah, eventful. Yes, smallsies day. Yes. Like, all of the little shit uh-huh. just kind of piled up into not being very fun. You know, I didn't have any part of the day where I was, like, having a blast until I went to dinner tonight. Fire on the Mountain's always fun. Oh, nice. The wings, in your, the wings in your mouth. Oh, hell yeah. Everything about it that they have right now, uh, their special flavor is apricot horseradish.
1: Fucking A, okay. I always had to think about the flavor profile.
2: Apricot horseradish. <laughs> I ordered 12 of them. Oof. And I enjoyed every... I didn't use ranch. I didn't use anything.
1: Only the Apricot flavor. horseradish. Okay, yes. I need to get the fuck down there because they did fuck. not have that last time. Dude. Fucking A. I Dude, like it is it. there. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Isn't that one of the best ones, though? Because they have this all or well, seasonally.
2: La, la, the, had it last the last year, right? flavor was spicy cranberry and okay. that oh that shit was good spicy dude. cranberry was the fucking that shit oh. was the bomb
1: but dude apricot that's when apricot they, they horseradish
2: that well, here's what i love the the spicy cranberry had a little bit of heat to it it actually wasn't that hot no it had but the cranberry flavor was actually good it wasn't overly sweet it was just like this kind of you know Uh, soury cranberry spice flavor it was great this one has apricots apricots are sweet as fuck so this is a this is a sweeter thing but it has all of the elements of horseradish the the quick heat on the tongue build up the nasal cavity roll through i love that But
1: with the sweet but it has the sweet of the Mild, apricot.
2: mild apricot, sweet underlying flavor with just this horseradish roll that comes on quick and leaves quick, and then you're just left with some fucking beautiful sauce. I want to on hear a French
1: person say apricot. 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 I don't know. I don't know how Ap- they say it. Apricot. It, <laughs> it <laughs> like, would be an just, apricot. Or just different, you know, just different yeah, nationalities sure. saying sure. Apricot. <laughs>
2: I don't know.
1: It's just a fun word to say after we said it a couple times. But
2: here's what I was excited about. Yeah, fucking went, ate dinner. You came back shortly after we got home. You rolled in. And then we decided to be creative, and we, oh, we yeah. you came up with your idea. This, <laughs> this is how we connect We both. came up
1: with it a couple days ago. You
2: came up with it a couple days ago. Because well, you idea. had thought about the idea of this juxtaposition uh, uh, of terminology, of a commonly used uh, sentence.
1: Well, I'll tell you yeah, yeah, how t- it all began. Sure,
2: please. Walk us through this old, old Jason one.
1: So, like, I'm in customer service at my job. And I have a lot of conversations that tend to like just replicate, you know, throughout people. And I can kinda actually guess what type of person I'm gonna actually have that conversation with, because there's like only three or four different conversations that (laughs) one might have. Yeah. And um actually there is a good plethora and I try to do as much as I can. But 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 there's only so many things you can say.
2: But of all the conversations you can have, you have this rolling cascade of conversations the spikes are when the biggest number of the people ask for those in i'm in the same thing in the automotive field i get a varying a range of questions mm. but most people ask the same question
1: right and so yeah as as sad as this is throughout the conversations usually um, the way that conversations are, usually there's always one way or another. Someone has to end, end like apologizing for something. Like even just the way my aisles are, they're just a little narrow. So a lot of times they know, customers know, especially if came into my section before, that I have to ring them up. And so they have to show me what they want or, you know. We talk about it or I ask them, and sure, you know, we do the whole thing. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'm uh, yeah, you know, like you're helping someone else,
2: and I'm just a guy walking down, and like I have a cart and it's too wide right to get by. And there's just converts, <laughs> conversation like, I, I need that thing right behind. Oh, oh, yeah, so sorry, uh, yeah. no problem. Like, that.
1: uh, no biggie, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no biggie. That's yeah. where it comes in. This is all where it So, came. Uh, I, this I, is I where just, the whole thing I have my up.
2: cart and I'm walking down. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. okay, I just mm-hmm. grabbed the fucking, yeah baby powder and yeah. now oh i need a, some wipes right over there and yeah. you're oh you're walking away
1: from something yeah. in the way oh yeah. excuse me yeah oh no biggie <laughs> so there's a lot of different instances where this might happen of course and so even when a customer is like you know i've already helped them and we're walking to the register i have to go around them um so i kind of noticed myself just like saying these go-to's yeah you know okay oh <sighs> And, and so Oh you're so introspective in such a different and way. And so for me, it just kinda like killed me inside, knowing that like I wasn't being personal enough to people. Um just because I don't know, man. I want to be more just real with people and uh You're so even, right. Even in every single conversation, like I I have better oh. conversations while I'm helping them. You right know? now. And so Right now you're yeah. making me so
2: self-conscious of mm. what my go-to's are. I don't know if yeah. I have any. I oh, I, I have yeah. never sure you do. I'm Everyone oh, I'm, does. I'm sure yeah. I do. I just But
1: No Biggie was one of mine and No Biggie uh, Oh fuck man. Okay, uh, okay, sorry. I just so this to, for me um and it wasn't just this. What actually turned me on to how I felt about conversation and just like it wasn't just this and it wasn't me first. Uh, I had an associate that actually like to help him remember what he was supposed to do. He'd repeat back to what, uh, what I would say. And it was awesome dude, because he was a couple years younger than me and he was someone that like, you know, we had a mutual relationship just, you know, and a respect for each other. And, um, and I knew that with his, this is how he learned and, you know, and I have different ways of learning that I like to use too. So we had this kind of click thing going on you're right yeah yeah and so i picked up what he was saying and um and it was completely great and that was a good you know but i saw there was other ways you know i just that kind of turned me on to how the communication was really working for you know just for some and not for others yeah i don't know it's kind of more or less the first time that i really thought about how important it was to you know having um the go-to's of it being like you know or or how po- how powerful a uh, conversation can be i guess yeah yeah and so as sad as that is i mean it's happened no, before no, but no, it made me rethink about it we, uh, or we, refocus on do, it you do you do lose
2: it in um, in mundanity you uh, you lose the the kind of
1: uh thrill mm, of conversation so i had to basically You know, realizing that there are different things that I just kind of typically are going to just say, "No, no, biggie," in passing, and whatever. I kind of wanted to come up with a way that I could make fun of myself, but also I think a lot of people also use terms like that. Um and as y- as a know. kind of escapement, of yeah, it's a blanket. Ki- it's it's a, a blanket of just like a pass. It's and, a meme. and a lot of people apologize. It's, they say, "I'm sorry." It's basically, "Oh, oh sorry." is you know, it, isn't which is it, fine. Wouldn't you, you know? call
2: it a meme of vocabulary
1: in a way? Yeah, like it's instead of someone of a, inle-
2: in, online, instead of someone actually typing out their it's thoughts, a pass. they just yeah, yes, it's
1: a pass. It's a pass. You're right, but it's not like a negative thing per se. But it's no. not. But it's not like like personable it does, it, and it doesn't contribute
2: unique or it doesn't contribute uh, to an actual conversation
1: right and it could be
2: a, it sloughs off conversation
1: right yeah and sometimes people you know you can tell just from interactions before as you're going through what you're doing <laughs> uh, i don't know man customer service is like so unique man because every single person is different mm-hmm. in my situation at a large you know a good walmart like Oh, situation. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have walks of every life, and you know everyone. Sure and it's awesome. It's taught me so much about everything. But, um, but for me, the go tos. The oh, no big deal. The I don't know. No big it, it, it made Are, me want to write a song. Well, poking what, fun of myself. What was in a way? What, you came up with the thing first? Yeah.
2: You came up with the idea of flipping
1: no biggie instead of no biggie. It be yes, small z's. Okay, I want before we
2: say, I want everybody to chew on that for a second. It, the normal thing is saying no big deal, no biggie. What if you were saying yes, small deal, yes, smallzies,
1: yes, smallzies?
2: Like yeah, it's a small deal.
1: Yeah. So w- what? It's we, not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, it's a small deal. Right. And there is a difference, you know, there, there are certain situations, mistakes, wrongdoings, things you actually have to act on. Or, or take accountability of. Right. Yeah. And there are other things that you just let lie and die. Like you just, it just doesn't matter. Exactly. And so, you know, there are problems you have to stop and you have to fix and there are problems that you don't. But more or less, there's a, you know, you got to understand there's layers to things and, you know.
2: Yep. So I, I don't know. so in all of this, that's where in, we came up with this. We, me and Jason the other night, we were playing music and he brought this idea and we kind of both really were like, yeah, this is a really fucking good play on words. This is a really good, like, overall concept for a song and idea. <laughs> like, this is just fabulous. We both fell in love with it. We kind of did. Uh, and then today, when he got home, he was in write mode. He was in record mode. He was yeah. like, he was in go time. Doing and it. I had been sitting there through a very <laughs> mundane day. But in playing bass today, and I found a riff that I discovered that I hadn't played in a very long time. And I started jamming it before I realized whose riff it was. I just started playing this thing that as soon as I heard the notes, it was just a certain sequence of notes in a timing. It was just out of me jamming. Uh-huh. And this riff came into my fingers. and I was like, oh, I remember it. Oh, wait. this, these three notes sound so familiar played in that. Uh-huh. That, that thing sounded from, and it was just out of a, uh, just my fingers flailing around. F- right, right. Aimlessly. Uh-huh. And muscle memory just kicked- all of a sudden I was like, oh wait, there's a, there's a, there's notes after that. Dun, 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 dun oh oh dun, 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 dun. and i remembered that whole thing and i was like these notes go together this is something that I remember and so I just started jamming it and I was so happy that I remember I was <laughs> fucking dancing around, and kicking Yeehaw! my feet and jumping around, around your Having drum set time. and the dogs were all looking at me because the door was open, Brutus oh, was yeah? laying right on the other side
1: and he's just like, I know you did too because I saw the fucking squishy marks and the And my dust. cord, look
2: at my cord still drawn out because I was I had the back door open and I was out on the back patio fucking playing that riff, dancing around and old, the lady next door walked out of the fucking oh yeah house and she kind of looked at me through and i just danced and fucking danced my way back into the door i felt, <laughs> I felt a little self-conscious but i uh, ah, don't but i was i, I she owned loves it, it I, I know she I was know. probably so happy and then i remembered it's a metallica riff well fuck this is a metallica song of course it's a metallica song of course of course i learned this I riff. Gotcha. it's 18 17 18 years old and it just it was one of those things that i hadn't played in forever uh-huh. and it came and but that riff I just through maybe the dance brought, I, through, through the, the dance, dance through everything you just morphed that riff turned into the chord structure I just s- s- modified it stole it <laughs> a little bit it turned it's our own song yeah. the 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 other half you know it's not the c- same it's not maybe the same maybe you'll
1: recognize something of maybe, it but it won't but it, it's not same. it's not the same
2: but it Metallica r- inspired this riff for
1: I'd say that's accurate. Brilliance. I'd say that's accurate. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And fun. And it's changed. It's us now, but God, Definitely. we had we had a great writing session, you guys. It was oh super. Oh my fucking god. Fun. We had such a great <laughs> writing session. We we hadn't written something new for the podcast in months. Well,
1: we have <laughs> written an acoustic song. And oh, we're working on yes, another. Yes, but we have yes. all,
2: like finished one. We we have we basically have a whole acoustic song done.
3: Yeah.
1: Which is cool as
2: shit. Should we play it live on the podcast tonight? Well, I don't know. I don't know. We could, maybe we, at the end. At the end of the podcast, yeah. all we have to do is bring that th- we'll or just see. plug it back in. Yeah. Play it and just fucking conga it. You don't even need to mic it, just use that thing you're gonna sing into and we'll yeah. just fucking and it'll pick up a little bit, but and know, we'll just really? fucking maybe Okay, we might debut. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> we have other stuff to get to. But yeah, yeah so, we do. But, yep. but, all right. So, same, s- yes, smallsies. Yes, Guys, smallsies. The difference between Team. telling somebody no biggie and yes, smallsies. Yeah. Is so huge in the, yeah. the mental application of how to deal with people and how to deal yeah. with an instance, how to deal with something happening. Like, it's huge. Yeah. It, it it really matters to, to approach it in those two different ways when you're angry in traffic. True. Like. Ex-
1: oh yeah. Your stand, uh, Aaron, Aaron just quickly <laughs> readjusted his mic stand and now it has like a bubble. It has a heartbeat. Yeah. It's it, kind of it clicking down it just, slowly. It, it's like...
2: But it went to flatline and now oh. it's dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, it won't make nose, noise no more. No. That was like that
2: it. was funny. It, it it was audible. I hope you guys enjoy that little sound. That um, it, so we're gonna play this for you. We uh Yes. We wrote smallsies. something new. This is a new thing. It is just a little song about saying yes, smallsies to no big deals.
1: Right? Right. Yeah. Realizing mistakes happen, kind of. Yeah. yeah
2: this is like another little inspirational thing we do it's, it's just a, a new show fix, so you do, some it's you fix some you don't it's a new show motto yeah
1: it's uh, yeah. our theme song now it's, instead, it's, yeah instead of like it yeah it also ta- it does say one of the first things it does say a journey through time and stuff so yeah well here I we represent you, I, love you guys <laughs>
2: hey man yeah dude what's up does uh life give you no biggies or yes smallsies
1: yeah. Oh man, I've never thought about it. Throughout this journey through time and stuff, mistakes get made and some are tough. Failures roll right off your back and some pick up where others lack. Mistakes to fix and others lie. No big deal is one reply, but when we fuck up and something must be done, we pull our shit together and say... Yes, Small
0: I believe we fucked up that bad
3: dude. Yes, Moses!
1: Bro, we must fix this shit right now. Yes, Moses! It's not like we can blow this off easily. Yes, Moses! We're gonna fix this now because we kinda, we know we do things better than that.
3: Yes, Moses!
2: Oh man. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's so good. That's true though.
2: And here's what we love about it, guys. It's a little fucked up. Not right. not not the not the It has just, some yes
1: smallsies in there.
2: <laughs> just recording wise, audio wise, producing wise, it has some yes smallsies in there. But we left them because yes smallsies. Right. They happen. It's true. We One lo- day. Uh, that may- that thing makes me so happy hearing that. Yes smallsies! That was a blast. No, we laughed so hard. We were having so many good Oh <laughs> dude, recording things going back, listening to bloopers. If you guys could only see <laughs> one day what happens inside this room during a recording session. Oh man. Of us
1: just It would be really being fun to do a live session. Really being a fool. Acting a, like a, a fool. Like a live session while we create a commercial. I don't know. I don't know people watch weirder things online they do i do
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i watch some weird shit
1: online that's very true right (laughs) i love one of the last lines of that song though it's like because we do better than that (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah oh man it is really good Things
2: to do better than that.
1: So I'll say the first half of it is is written down. Kind of written down. (laughs) The whole last half from Yes (laughs) As soon as we both sing Yes Smallsie's we're just losing our brains. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> freestyle as fuck. All we know is we have to come back to
2: the hook. Yes, Smallzies and Jason is just off the top of his head saying it
1: and you capture that at the end. <laughs> of course. Because he just runs off. It's, <laughs> it's it's perfect. Yeah, it's just right. It's just smallsies. yes Smallzies. Yes, <laughs> Smallzies. And dude, oh man, musically that was so fun because I just love that.
0: Yes,
3: Smallsies.
1: <laughs> yes, Smallsies. <laughs> and the contrast They're in there, you guys
2: can hear there are four <laughs> or five different voices uh, singing. Yes, Smallsies.
1: During those parts, listen for them. This this is gonna <laughs>
2: become a thing we play probably pretty regularly on the right. show now.
1: <laughs> and maybe maybe we'll just get a clip of the Yes Smallsies, <laughs> like oh. or just one clip of just that, like you know, and shit's no big deal. Yes, Moses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I loved it when you did it. That was nice. We could pull that one right there. Yeah, <laughs> <Now> we could. <laughs> <laughs> or you could mock me. That'd be really funny, too. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> would <laughs> be like,
3: Yes, Moses. Yes, Moses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can work on that. <laughs> we can work on it. Okay.
2: You guys, I, I hope you enjoy this. Um, yeah. Here, good job, team. Good job, team. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to uh, um. a topic real quick. Okay. NFL. Talk me. We're in football. Topic. We tried to get Rusty to call in. He wouldn't do it. That's all uh, good. We're just being... Oh, just starting week 11 ow, of the ow. NFL football season. Ten weeks have passed, um, and the season— It's been badass. It has been a very exciting football this season. This
1: year has been badass, It man. is.
2: It uh, is. We are now basically at this starting week, six games away from the end of the regular season. It's coming down. We're on the downhill slope. Uh, and we're gonna look at some of the stats and where we think uh AFC, NFC is standing. Oh yeah, where playoffs might head. We're gonna just do a little bit of shop talk right now. Definitely start with the AFC here. Um
1: yeah, but, let's do it, man.
2: Hold on, let me grab this and pull it over here so we can just monitor at all times that it's not killing us. Um, all right, so we are we're in the AFC, man. Uh of course, they have uh, Patriots sitting atop the AFC at eight and one. Uh, they had their bye week a couple weeks back. Uh, kind of saved them a little bit, but again, they haven't played anybody. Oh yeah, they 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 don't have a lot of really tough games.
1: Well, the thing is, is that they have to play the Jets and the Dolphins two games per. So yeah. no matter what, you know out of a 16-game season, they have to play those two terrible teams. So a quarter of their games are going to be versus right, right. crap. Yeah. So the Patriots are awesome, um, but yeah, they're not going to be challenged a whole lot. So it's a little easier to win. The, but the yeah. Bills, the Bills are actually yeah, surprisingly so here's, awesome. Here's what's, here's what's cool, because
2: you have in the AFC East, uh, you have the Patriots at 8-1 and, and the Bills at 6-3. and three, Yeah. Which... Isn't that big of a swing? It's mm. two games against harder teams. Well, in the AFC, that makes them a great wild card, con- it does, wild card contender. It does because you have you have both the Dolphins and the uh, Jets at
1: two and seven. Yeah, and so uh, the great thing about the Bills right now is next week, this week, I actually tomorrow they're playing the Dolphins. Yes, so that's probably a W for them. And Patriots you know, being at seven and three. Who are the Patriots playing this week? Uh, let's see. New England is playing. Oh, man, I don't actually have it up. Hmm. Doesn't matter. It's not showing. I can look. Sorry, right team.
2: Here. Patriots are playing the Cowboys on Sunday.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Which? No,
2: Patriots know. are playing the Eagles. I'm sorry. Tomorrow, the Eagles. Gotcha. Patriots are playing the Eagles tomorrow. Okay. All right, then you have AFC West. You have the Chiefs at six and four. Sitting pretty good. They've played 10 games. Uh, they don't have a bye till late in the season. Um, Both, you know, the other teams. Then you have the Raiders at five and four. Yeah. Broncos or Chargers four and six, and Broncos at three and six. So, right. not very much activity from the AFC West. A- nope. AFC North, Ravens sitting at seven
1: and two. Right, right. And they have a killer yes, defense, Yes, they do. Dude. The
2: Ravens are very good yeah, this year. They're a threat. They are very much a threat. Uh, mm. You know, they. I mean, sitting here at week 10, going into week 11 with, you know, they just got off their bye week. Yeah. That's huge. And, um, you know, sitting at uh, seven and two, you know, they haven't lost five games. They have win streak of five. They have mm. five games in a row into their bye week. Oh, and yeah, then, man. So they're coming down... Then of course you have the Steelers 5 and 5, Browns 4 and 6 and the one of the shames of the NFL, the Bengals at 0 and 9. Yeah. And that is a bummer deal for the Bengals. Um and yeah. then you come into the, the AFC South and the a, Here's funny, the AFC South and the AFC West kind of mimic each other. Uh <laughs> 6 and 3, 6 and f- 5 and 4, 5 and 5, 4 and 5. Not a lot of big the AFC this year is a pretty dull side of the league.
1: Definitely. The
2: AFC doesn't have a lot of shine. It doesn't have a lot of sparkle. I mean, if you want... There's a couple... you 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 have the Patriots... The only thing going
1: is the Patriots. The
2: Patriots... And then if you want to really include that, the Patriots and the Ravens are hot mm. this year. Well, that being said with
1: the Bills in there as well. That being said, the Chiefs lost their star quarterback. Yep. You know, a couple of weeks back. So that was yep. a contributing factor. Sure. Um, so oh, you yeah. might see a little bit of heat picking up with that. Well, um, if I
2: if I was gonna say the top but, four
1: you know the top four teams in the AFC right now
2: are the Patriots, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Bills. Yep, perfect. You know Agreed. those are the four top teams in the AFC. Agreed. Uh, With, uh, yeah, you know you might have the Texans in there somewhere. Yeah, but I don't. I you know that the, if they were gonna be the squeaker, they would. The Texans would roll in there as well. Uh, but it's not a lot. But NFC yeah. this year is hot. NFC yeah. is where all the action is happening uh the the nfc east you have not a lot cowboys sitting at five and four eagles at five and four giants two and eight redskins one and eight bum deal for the redskins this year as well
1: uh yeah (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. but nfc west hot eight and one 49ers yeah eight and two seahawks motherfuckers, yeah
1: niners recently brought down by the hawks
2: that's it man their first loss of the year to the fucking seahawks and then you have the rams at five and four Mm -hmm. and even though they're five and four the rams are never one to take lightly
1: true they're not they're not
2: but the cardinals three and six it's about what you'd expect then you are trash then you move to nfc north another hot division yep packers at eight and two Mm. uh you know as we can be right now i am just happy that both the packers and the seahawks are yeah. tied yeah. leading the division basically and above, both
1: teams are very healthy actually
2: very healthy yeah we we're on a we're we're on a bye week right now with you yep yeah i know, I know. both <laughs> yeah. te- we have we have bye weeks the same uh, weeks we're the same record uh, uh, uh we've we've played hard teams we've played yes the tough- we have both of us have played the tough some of the toughest teams in the NFL definitely and uh it, including and in learned our, and here's the thing including in our own divisions because yep. in Jason's division as a Seahawks he has the Rams and the fucking 49ers yeah. in his division i have the Vikings and the Bears in mine yeah. and now the Vikings are rolling. They're they're fucking good again they this year. They Just got off a
1: loss, but they yes. have been dominating. They have, and the uh, Bears, the Bears, I mean,
2: even though the record doesn't show it, the Bears are not to be fucked with. The true. Lions
1: aren't anything really showing it much. Pro- the crazy thing is, like a lot of times, some or well, the teams even record, that are holding even, they have the killer defenses that are holding them in games. They just don't have offenses really to win shitty, games. You know, not productive, right. you know, three and outs, you know, yeah. a lot of, there are a lot of three and outs, you know. But
2: then you go to the NFC South, Saints at seven and two, they're a good team again Yeah, this they're year. a great team, man. Uh Panther, Drew Brees. Yeah, he, <laughs> I know, I know. And then Panthers no. at five and four, and the not Panthers aren't a bad team either. You know, they're a little suspect, Cam is out, but, um, you know, they're still contending in there. There's just a lot more action you're seeing. And it's been praised widely that uh, the Monday Night Football Seahawks and the 49ers was probably one of the best league games, Monday Night Football games of the generation. It was like one yeah. of the best. It's it's Well, it's been touted by you know these fucking people who talk about this shit as uh, uh, one of the best games of the fucking Monday Night Football recent generation of football, man. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was a legit football game. You had both defenses on both sides of the ball doing shit, but you also had striking offenses. Like the it went back and forth across the field. Both possessions were up there. Both teams had weapons, and it came down to a clutch play at the end of the game. Like,
1: you oh know, man,
2: like it. It was just a fucking all out real football game, dude. Here's what else I loved. There wasn't a lot of huff and fluff and big celebrations, and I love the Packers. But one thing I hate is that that we have a very young team on defense, and they always they make a stop, to They'll make a third and twelve stop and run down and pose for the fucking special teams defense to come in. Like they'll run, like you guys just stopped them on third and twelve. Like this isn't you didn't you didn't yeah. like it, you were in the forty well, yard. Well, occasionally l- you'll see that, but.
1: It, it doesn't always we, happen.
2: we have a lot of celebrators and yeah. I think that I think celebrations, dude, if, if you're a running back and this is my honest belief, it doesn't matter what team you are. If you're m- middle of the second quarter marching down the field, you're at the 40 yard line on your 40 yard line, 38 yard line, and you rush for a first down and you celebrate like you just scored a touchdown in overtime. What the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, like
1: little, little silly man. Like Overdone.
2: there is, I know these. I know they're young kids. You know, I mean, all of the kids are ten years younger than us right now that are making all these plays and making yeah. you know, and doing this. They're yeah, ten it's years crazy to
1: think about it, but they're killing it. They're know. nine,
2: ten years younger than us. Yeah, and they're they want to be Instagram presences. They want to have yeah. this thing of like, you know. Boom! This is the
1: thing I'm doing. Uh, like, yeah.
2: you know, that's... buy my thing,
1: attach my thing with my thing. Oh, things. and then look how explosive I am, and then bomb me in the cell.
2: Like, yeah. I get, I, that. I get that's what they want, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I it, I think it detracts from the focus of the game. I think it just kind of uh, they're wanting to have a good. Play. I enjoy. I just, I just
1: uh, what I don't want to. I enjoy see. modesty. Yes, me too. You know, yes, that's why agreed. I actually appreciate a lot of the quarterbacks that yeah. do so well and make all those big plays and just kind of fucking think about old, like all those quarterbacks are really thrown down dude 200 300 yards a game yeah like I mean, and, and it, like and it's and, fun to watch the quarterback join when when I, they do well I enjoy I enjoy, times, I enjoy it, this yeah and then a run fucking, a yeah. fucking
2: arm like thrust in, thrust in like, like, like a, Ugh, Ugh, you got fuck some. yeah you, you know I enjoy a boom one of those or maybe a yeah, a celebratory, like, like put a, a one, one finger a point, in the one air point. And just yeah. Got another touchdown. Like, got one.
1: Yeah. You know, or something, you know? But,
2: but that's it. And then run to the fucking sideline, take your helmet off, and get ready for the next yeah. set of downs. Um, like,
1: if you're scoring a touchdown and, you know, but and it's an even co- close match, the celebrations are I fun. Touch- I'm glad there's no, I'm glad there's no like penalty for that anymore. I but, I am a fan uh, of all touchdown. celebrations. and not. I'm cool, a fan but... of
2: all touchdown celebrations. Yeah. What I am something. not a fan of is celebrating for just plays in the field.
1: Yeah. Just true. Now waste of space.
2: Now if you now if now, where I will kind of caveat this is if you're making, if you catch a fucking fifty yard touch a fifty yard pass. Oh yeah, and then you break two tackles and rush, and you 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 were at third and f- twenty three, mm. and you get this big gain of downs. Now all of a
1: sudden you're you pull in, a gram like you, a big of fucking sure,
2: dude. Pull anything. right over the
1: top of them if, for fucking when it
2: just 40 when it blows yards. their defense apart, and you were in the depths, and then now you just scored the first down and a bunch, and you broke tackles and you made their defense look like shit, and you turned the tide of a game that was happening. If that's happening, fourth quarter, middle, yes, celebrate that fucking play. You know, if you if you have one of those crazy. I was going to say,
1: I've seen Lockett do some pretty wild yes. shit on the corners for mm. fucking 40 yards or so. And he don't sell. Se- well, here's what I love about Lockett. Mm. Most,
2: most of, over half of his plays are big plays. Over half of Lockett's plays are big plays. And unless it's a touchdown, he ain't celebrating like not it was. A lot. He,
1: he just not a lot. he catches that big play, he, he might get, do like a fucking nod just sure. like we did some shit. But Yeah, but he, know, he's he, goes, not, he he's he's not on. doing
2: the seven step squat stance across the field with this <laughs> ay, 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 choreographed ooh. dance and all this shit to yeah, it. Doing like, the worm. No, yeah, none of that. Oh, I know. All right. <laughs> Oh, that happened. We need to, to, to talk about the Packers real quick. I that did happen. This. Was that on your team? Oh, we were watching the game oh, against no. um, the Panthers, I believe, and we scored a touchdown. They did the. They did. They had a. There's a mouse. coming. No way. Oh my God! Everybody, we just saw to pause? Hold on. Are uh, we going to pause? Gonna keep, we're going to keep talking right now, like All like he's right. not noticing. But he poked his head out right behind between the dryer.
1: And the washer
2: and no between the dryer and the charcoal bag, against the wall by the door. <laughs> oh, wow! All right, he, poked his, mass destruction. he poked his head. Poked his head right there. But anyway, right. no, the Packers scored a touchdown uh, <laughs> that got called back by a penalty, and they did a celebratory very dance. Uh, big, a big team-wide display. celebratory celebratory dis- display where two guys were doing the worm, and they had this dance around it. Well, that uh, podcast that that uh, touchdown got called back fuck so they go down the field the next time and uh score another touchdown and i'm like fuck yeah they're running on this team and uh then all of a sudden they do their touchdown dance again the same touchdown dance they tried the first time for a failed touchdown and then got called back again fuck (laughs) fuck so uh, so
1: a couple minutes They did.
2: Later. The, it was. It was a couple minutes later. <laughs> another called back touchdown, and two they did the same celebration for both of those touchdowns, and they both got called back. And they didn't do that celebration again dude, for their next touchdown. Honestly,
1: man, like <clears throat> as much as I love my team, dude, like I am a huge fan. Like I love the Packers, and and I'm a huge fan of just athletes. We've talked about this for oh, yes, the podcast, yes, yeah. and. You know, of course I want my team to win, but of course I never wish ill will on teams and athletes that I fucking really like. But it is hilarious. But that, like, I wanted to laugh, but I definitely had to make sure that it was okay with you to laugh. You know what I mean? Just oh, I found <laughs> it so funny, dude. Like, <laughs> like I know, but like I watched. Here's what. Was here's like, here's I real was like, time. Here's I like I was like, do you think this is as funny as I think this is the first? Fa- the first time and you were, we're, we were thought it was fucking. We're funny, like, so. oh
2: look at the celebration. Oh shit, the touchdown's <laughs> called back. We're like, oh fuck. And man. then we both looked at each other and we shit. started laughing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like ah, can you believe those fuckers did that celebration My and please. it got. Called Fuck. back and now all of that celebrating okay. was worthless.
1: And then I'm pretty sure that once it happened, I was like, "Wouldn't be, wouldn't that be some shit if they called this, <laughs> they back, called too this back for too? some stupid fucking reason?" And, they, and then I was like,
2: "And then there's a light
1: flag on the play."
2: Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. We looked at each other like, "Oh, and they celebrated and did it again. Like, <laughs> and they got called back again." <laughs> and like, I just, I, ha- I just buried it, my head in my hands. It really shit.
1: happened, dude.
2: And I just yelled into my head. And this is what it sounded like But then it was okay (laughs) This is what it was
1: like to relive it
2: But we were laughing this whole time And then we picked (laughs) up our beers And we clicked our beers Just like like we're we're gonna gonna right now And then (laughs) cheers Yes smallsies Why did you remake me relive that shit (laughs) You brought it all up just to make me relive that horrendous No It came up I
1: forgot it was your team We We watched a lot of football dude we do I, watch. A I lot didn't of necessarily. We watch Red Zone. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we watch all around. the teams score. So this is <laughs> so a, like it would have been. So what was know. it
2: last week that you didn't have? No, you had Monday night game. You didn't have a Sunday yeah. night game, but you had a Monday night game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Neither of us have games this week. Yeah. What are we gonna do? <laughs> oh, you recording Nothing all day tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, you're not watching any football. Fuck, yeah. dude. I'm gonna be well, home
1: alone again tomorrow. <laughs> I'm still gonna be watching my freaking fantasy league. Oh yeah, yeah, That's right. You're watching
2: fantasy. I'm mm. undefeated,
1: ten and zero i know hey. that's f- this might be my loss I have a very good opponent to go into your 10 and one that's dude i mean I on. have had You're some fine. close matches so oh yeah i'm uh and honestly I'm not too proud to lose it'd be kind of actually a bummer if i won every single one right It really would you just be like you look at the rest of the team like peasants yeah, kind of. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, I've had close scum. matches. They've been adamant. <laughs> Fucking scum. Don't play me. you not in my league. I mean, I've blown people out by, like, 30 points out of, like, you know, 110 points. I think the most points I've got all year was, like, 130 points was the most, you know, that typically. And some people have got, like, 170 points. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's just been not weeks against me. <laughs> I mean, they ain't play, scoring 170 points against yeah. me, motherfucker. Not today, motherfucker. I'll find your matchups and I'll fucking find your weaknesses. Yeah. And I'll motherfucking find that hole in the goddamn death. You zone. hold
2: on to people. You have strategy. I don't want to give away your strategy. Yeah, oh, it's
1: okay. You it's hold right. on to people. Even if they're on a bye week and shit, you hold on to them. Oh, yeah. Well, I always pick up waiver wire, I always figure out who is the. Uh, Guy that's, you know, not being looked at that's going to come up big. Show. Maybe look at uh, a team that's just heavy run that, you know, if I'm looking for a wide receiver, I'll look for a team that's just, you know, oh, fuck, a new injury. Or, yeah, I can, I don't know, it's pretty easy. First thing I do is I just kind of organize all the players by, I go by flex usually. Sure. Because that's every player but um but quarterbacks you're <laughs> all new so you organize by flex you pick all the flex players yes yeah, uh, so they're, they're the only people that aren't quarterbacks right quarterbacks are their own thing yep yep um you know so wide receivers tight ends and um Ready running backs. backs and so you organize them by scoring first and so that's the most amount of points th- that they have gotten total amount per season, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you look at all those and then you know you're looking for consistency cuz they've had to have gotten, you know, a good amount of points over what four or five weeks. And then you and then I also look at pos- positional first couple pos- weeks must be terrifying with no stats. Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. I drafted last from last last draft, um, you're ten and zero with the last draft. Yeah, ten and zero with the last draft. Um, I drafted in fifth, and then from the first week, just picking up people, getting lucky too. You know, worked my way up a little bit here and there. <laughs> but it's awesome. Yeah, but it's all about how you organize your team, I guess. I wish. Here's what I honestly wish. Mm. I wish I wanted to commit the time to. Do I wish. It. I, I wish it mattered <laughs> to a certain degree. But then again, it's super fucking cool and it, fun. It, and, I, and, uh, I, and I. Oh. And, it, and it's re really like like I said, I love. The I can't. I've always said I, I can't, love the yeah. athletes. Now I really actually see each team and how they develop what they do, and it's given me more appreciation for different coaches um yeah I, know, I, man. I love watching brains work between i can't teams. i
2: can't understand what part of me doesn't want to take that next step i've yeah. never been the guy that knows all the teams and all the players on the teams and yeah. and shit like that you know I'm like,
1: well i'm not like i don't know all the players on. All well the teams, but you have
2: but, an experience to know the star players on the teams on yeah. each team, because you you trade with them, you see him, you know a guy's name, a running back from the Bills, or a yeah. receiver from the Ravens, or a you know like these guys, you know, you know yeah. these guys. And well, yeah, I, I know don't how know to, shit. I well, I
1: do know how to like look at,
2: but you nothing, know, makes want, stats nothing makes me want. Nothing makes me want to take that step, and yeah. I I don't know.
1: I envy. Well, it's cool. Yeah. It's just like you get to see kind of the buildup behind all the ESPN top 10 highlight. Real, oh, real. sure, yeah, sure, no, sure, sure. And so maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I've always loved football, so. Oh, me just, too. Yeah, no, and I'm, Honestly, I would love to be an announcer, man.
2: You've been saying that.
1: I would see, actually love well, to just here's like how, announce if, high if school If you guys football could see games. us right now, <laughs> Jason
2: has a Seahawks hat on and Seahawks pajama pants on, and I'm sitting here wearing
1: my Packers hat. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, gonna, like we're dedicated. It'd know, be ac- actually, I shit. would get a Seahawks tattoo, too. <laughs> oh, I I'd get a big G somewhere. <laughs> yeah, dude. It'd be kind of fun to get like go out and go somewhere and get fucking team tats. Is that over the top? No. They're not necessary, no, no, but I bro, would love them.
2: Bro, here's what we do. We add our team insignias to our fucking cans. That would be pretty cool. We just do something behind them that that incorporates more around the cans. Right. And then build them out with fucking
1: our team fucking logo. teams in wedlock with shit, the fucking gas something, can. man, something, <laughs> something. Hey, we've always watched football together, man. Years of football, and always just kind of been like encouraging and tough. Well, here's what I'm excited real. about. So,
2: so we're, we're, we're as and looking at how this stuff is uh, playing uh, out. I only really care about the NFC. So, if you're going to look at the NFC as it continues into the the end of... Yeah, fuck the (laughs) NFC. It'll be the... If if you want me to predict, it's going to be the Patriots, maybe the Ravens, maybe the Chiefs. Uh,
1: maybe the Bills, no other chance, but, but the Patriots, there will be no Bills, even though they're no. good. I just yeah. wish them no. good luck. It'll later. be the
2: Patriots, Ravens, or Chiefs, one of those three is gonna, but probably the Patriots back again in the thing. But we have some interesting shit in the NFC because you have the 49ers who right now are looking good, who are gonna be in the playoffs in some facet, uh, maybe wild carding in if the Seahawks beat them in, the,
1: in their second game together. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I don't know. But I ha- really think we're gonna play them later in the season. The Niners are actually gonna start playing teams that are more difficult. They've had an easy record. Yeah, yeah. They, They're they, gonna go down. We're gonna go up. Uh, yeah, equal or up. Yeah. So I'm not. Well, I don't know. we'll so see.
2: so we have we have. I don't
1: want to say too much.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so he, our our last six weeks are crazy uh because we're not playing 11th week 12th week we play the seahawks or we we play 49ers i mean so hopefully we hand them another loss Uh. uh we're playing the 49ers week 12 and then week 13 we play the redskins something like that here let me pick on the packers schedule uh yeah, so we come in, we play the 49ers, then we play the Giants. That's a win. We play the Redskins, that's a win. And then our last 3 weeks are all division games. Yeah. The last 3 weeks of our season is us against the Bears, us against the Vikings, us against the Lions. And we're probably going to beat the Lions. Hopefully we beat the Bears, but we're at the Bears. Um which is, you know, a tough one, but we're at the Bears and then we'll be at the vikings i think nice yeah so oh sorry so no I, i'm lying so so uh we'll be at the 49ers we'll be at the giants then the redskins come to us the bears come to us then we'll going then we're going into minnesota mm. and going into
1: detroit to end so the best part about this is that Next week, you could potentially hand the Niners their the second, second loss. Yes, and we have not lost divisionally.
2: We haven't lost divisionally yet either.
1: And so, and we have beat the Niners. Yes. And if they lose, well, didn't we'll you, be the same record as them.
2: Didn't you beat the
1: Bears? Yeah, yeah, you beat the Bears, and we beat the Bears. Uh, so, like, but you, the great you, thing about this too, also, is like Minnesota, we play them. Week 13. Next, oh, 13. Yeah, yeah, we play Philly. We play uh, week Philly next. Uh, so, bye week, then Philly. Uh, the you Eagles. guys are
2: playing... The, oh, yeah, that'll be a good game. You'll you'll kick the shit out of them.
1: I think so. And then we play Minnesota. Ooh, yep. That'll Red, be it. Are, are
2: you in Minnesota? Or
1: they? now they... are with. they're oh, at our home. They so. go to you. Okay, so that's going to be so, a win. Yeah. That'll be a win. Man, I fucking really hope you kick the shit out of the Niners, dude. Because yeah. if you do we'll have a tied record and right yeah we'll be 9
2: and 2 both of us will be 9 and 2 and uh the viking the fucking 49ers will be 8 and or 9 8 and 3 or no 8 and 2 well who do they play okay hold on oh who do they play uh this week 49ers beat the cardinals beat the lost to the Seahawks they play the cardinals again
1: Oh, this week. Yep. Okay, well they're probably going to win that. Well,
2: Cardinals lost by 3 last game
1: to the 49ers. Oh, they
2: just yeah, they they just played a 2 weeks ago, then they played you. Okay. Now
1: they're playing them again. And huh. so Cardinals might beat them. Wouldn't that be something? But anyways, next 49ers loss, especially. Yeah,
2: huh? man, if we could hand it to him, that'd be fucking great.
1: Oh man, that'd be great. We'll see what happens. Whatever. But
2: if we go back to the standings, you could see the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Vikings, the Saints, all vying for good, good playoff position, man. Yeah. Like, that's that's five solid teams. And then you could also have a Panthers coming in there somewhere. Yeah, and, and good Cowboys. on the Panthers
1: for bringing in a yeah. rookie quarterback, Josh right. Allen. Totally. And um really just killing
2: it. And but but I'm not counting out the Panthers, I'm not counting out the Cowboys or the Eagles. No. From doing some movement. Or the Rams for that matter, man. I mean, you have a few contending five and four teams in this that could all make moves in their next few games and be eight and four. Nine and four. Yeah, man. You know? You could have these teams make these moves and all of a sudden be there and not lose any more games and True. And win a couple of more
1: division games, and it is actually pretty crazy. How I mean, it's it's almost like the teams that are doing well are winning in their own divisions, and then when they are playing the AFC teams, they're kicking their ass. Yeah. So like the the NFC is really, I think, where the I mean, yeah. the Patriots are a threat, but I don't know, man. It's well, kind so, of so so here here is what's crazy.
2: If you look at the AFC, the Ravens are good. The Ravens are good. Yes, they are. If, but if you look at teams under four win, under five wins right now in the AFC, because we're, we're, we just finished week 10, we're going into week 11. So if you look at under 500 teams, okay, uh, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the 16 teams in the AFC are under 500. Eight of them. Huh. If you look at the NFC, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we, well, yeah. yeah. So I guess it almost is fifty-fifty, isn't it? It, it kind is. of almost balances out that way, huh? But maybe but, we
1: just are uh, a little biased. <laughs> maybe, but but I don't know. Wow, well, but the wash, the middle, the top seventy-five percent is
2: yeah. I don't know. The, yeah. the, 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 that's the thing is. Okay, so most, yeah, I I don't know because if you look at it, we have the we have nine teams in the NFC over five hundred. They have eight teams over five hundred, but we have look at over seven hundred. One, two, three, four, five. We have five teams over seven hundred in the NFC and there's one, two teams over seven hundred in the AFC. That's where it is. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So we have we have five teams we have five teams over seven hundred win percentage in the NFC and only two in the AFC. Total ass kick. So if you (laughs) okay, so but if you were to go over six hundred in the AFC, there's one, two, three, four Five. Okay, so there's only five teams over six hundred wins, 600%, or six hundred percent, or win loss in the AFC. Over six hundred in the NFC. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's still five. So five and five. If you go six hundred, but seven hundred, it's two and five. Interesting.
1: Damn, but that is a big difference. Yeah. In that last bit,
2: it is. Huh
1: interesting okay well that's it that's (laughs) football
2: talk we talked about it go pack go hawks yeah uh we're 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 we are among i mean if you were only looking at win loss record you would have to count the 49ers in with us in that thing in in the nfc but yeah compared to the teams we have beat versus the teams they've beat Definitely. Uh, the fact that they met you and they lost to you. Yeah. The fact that they're going to meet us and lose to us, hopefully. Oh, Knock yeah. on fucking wood. Ah, oh, fingers um, crossed. I'll get but, there. But, uh, you know, I think we are e- easily to say the top two teams in the NFC.
1: Yeah. The Seahawks and the Packers. I'd say so, man. And what I love about both of our teams is, like, I love the leadership is different. You know, yes, you can definitely is. tell tell with that. Um, yeah, we
2: don't have we don't have a Pete Carroll for our fucking head coach. So,
1: well, that fucking helps so much, dude. You guys, I mean, goddamn, Pete Carroll is good. Thank you, man. Honestly, I don't know why I'm thanking you, but you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I have nothing to do with Cause anything. Because you, you embody the success of the team, like I, <laughs> like, like I embody the success it's of the so Packers. Dumb. I know it's so dumb, but I get it, and like. Yeah, and you get it. Well, I thank you oh, for yeah. more or less like having respect. No, no, respect here's, for people that I well, respect. I, I'm, you're right. I I they do, I they deserve it. Coaching
2: They're, staff is, is so crucial to the success of the team. It's and, a lot of people and, out there. Uh man. we've been you know, right now LeFleur is decent. I mean, it looks like he's doing some good stuff, but he's yeah. young. It's his first ever head coaching gig, first year, you know. I mean, he's eight and two in his first season ever as a head coach. But guess
1: what? Isn't he an old? Hawk Lafleur? Yeah. What did he? No, he 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 was for
2: the Panthers.
1: Who did he? Uh, he used to coach in college with Pete, maybe. Something
2: like that. Maybe, yeah, maybe,
1: I think I might have uh, saw know. something I don't know. about we'll that. We'll have
2: to research that. I I'll I, I, research okay. that. We won't quote that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he's young. I want to say he's young, and he's you know head coaching a bunch of young kids with a fucking stuck to his plan. Aaron Rodgers, and that's you know, uh, I I understand uh-huh. we have kind of a very 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 talented asshole for a quarterback for our team yeah and well he's not
1: he's he just what i'd like what i'd like about him and what some could dislike potentially about him is the fact that like you know when things aren't quite or if people aren't quite measuring up to what he thinks they can and he does see the best in people and wants to push people because that's what he That's what greatness actually like. Yeah. If you want to acquire greatness, you have to be surrounded by good people. And he actually like. Oh, he wants to. Yeah. yeah. He wants everyone to be playing at their top level. And believe it or not, you know, for first year, dude, he's a good guy. You know. Oh, I think he's being. I think he's. He's feeding. the 1st They're good. Well, we
2: have some first year receivers. He's feeding them the ball in games. You know, like. Like, no, he does good, but he also gets, he's very hard on when people aren't playing up to their game. Oh, yeah. And, and
1: Rogers uh, is, uh, and you can see it. You can, you know, and with cameras and how they are now, like, it's actually more dramatic now that they can oh, yeah. look right at you and feel it. Oh, you catch, more so you, than ever. You catch his face win some uh, pain when he watches a
2: replay of something. And, right, right. And, and, and he takes it very personal. And oh, yeah. He, and he owns. The control of the offense on all. On and a lot and,
1: of a lot of players do, though. Uh, yeah, I uh, just
2: I just think that there's but
1: us feeling an attachment to well, him, wanting to if, succeed. It's hard when, you know, I can guess that there's a part has in, grimace. There's there, <laughs>
2: there's a part in Rogers. I would suggest that one. He's like a. Uh,
1: he's extremely capable, man.
2: Well, he, he's one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen play. Definitely. You know. Uh, yeah. Um hands and d- hands down, it is up to the rest of the team to ec- be able to accentuate how good he is because right. he can, you know. It, oh yeah, the reason Joe Namath looked as good as he looked is because he had crazy good receivers, right. and a line that left from a pocket and he could do shit. And and we're seeing that this year. That's why we're eight and two. We actually have a line that produces some shit. Oh, yeah, we get some penalties. Yeah, he yeah, he we hold get holding up. calls, but we get we have a great offensive line.
1: We can. Put out, you know. Make- a lot of lines do that though, because they know that they're so good they can make up for it. It seems like nowadays, because they know that how quick people are, the pe- the penalty right. of the hold is more important than the quarterback getting clobbered and hurt. But all of the other getting actually well, he, injured.
2: What I love is, and what I think what Rodgers understands about him versus the rest of the NFL, other than Russell Wilson, because he is so close to this category is release time of the football. And mm-hmm. all the NFL realizes that when they're watching a quarterback drop back, they have so much time to get to the quarterback before he puts his arm back and through his throw. And they have they have time to affect that throw. And the NFL, when they play Russell Wilson, when they play Rodgers, they go, we have to get to him as fast as we can because we have no idea when the ball is going to come out and how mm-hmm. fast it's going to take. Because they, they can re- – I mean – the, you Change know it up. they they sit there from no football out to less than a second and that ball's out of their hands you know and yeah. and both of them because they just have crazy arms wilson because he was a pitcher and rogers because he's a fucking freak yeah but just that release time from sitting there across body throws that's the other thing that both of them do so well is yeah, they'll be on true. a back foot and throw across their body looking uh, this way yeah. and throw over there and 40 yards yeah and they and they just have this like there's only a couple quarterbacks in the NFL right now uh-huh. and Brady great quarterback he does not have a fucking half a second release time no he 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 gets this big throw back and gets his body into it and sends these he can throw great he's a fucking great quarterback yeah. but it takes him over a second and a half to get his arm back and everything cocked up and throw a big bomb yeah if it's a if it's a 8 yard throw or a fifty yard throw. Rodgers and Wilson both yeah. get that ball out in the same time. It is just eight yards or fifty yards, dude. Yeah. It's you know, there's no load up that it's all in they just the technique, everything. Go. Yeah. It's go worked. time. Yeah. And they're they're the weapons. That's why we're the fucking you know, there there isn't a quarterback in the AFC that's playing right now that is of the caliber of the top three quarterbacks in the NFC. You have, you have Brady, Yeah, but Brady is good because of overall years and stats. He's played number of championship rings. He's not getting record breaking quarterback percentages in all of his games. You know, he's not, he's not throwing perfect games. He's not getting 130 passer rating. He's not getting 140 passer rating. In his games, he's averaging 90 passer rating. Mm. Like, he's just sitting there in the middle. He's just
1: Tom Brady. Right. So the third quarterback, statistically, in the NFL right now is actually Deshaun Watson of the Texans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which he's, is kind of fucking weird. He's a fucking killer. Yeah, Deshaun but Watson their is defense great. is so incredibly bad, that they're not contenders. <laughs> right, right. It's kind of fucking no, sad. No, Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback. He's actually my quarterback on my fantasy league. Yeah. Um, like I said, because he is third. But and, he gets a lot and of he puts yards, up man. A shit ton of points. Dude. Yes, he does. And he can run. So yep. he's kind of yep. a triple threat in that one. No, way. he yeah, he's another uh,
2: kind of younger uh yeah. not as he is super young. Well, but he, he you know, he he's he's a minor kind of Russell Wilson, Michael Vick kind of quarterback. Mm-hmm, puts up big mm-hmm. stuff, plays on his feet. Right, kind of a threat. Plays no out of what. pocket. Yeah.
1: That's what I love about actually like our teams we have similar um percentages between like our passing and our running yeah um but when you know our team is in the pocket and we have like you know we have a little bit of differences in our offensive lines but what i would say most is like when we're being hurried like rogers can um the way that he can find people downfield and stuff um you know i think that he um, he has a different type of mobility than Wilson does. Yes. But Wilson like I don't know, man. They well, always usually make the play. They all you know they know they, they, us, they like, always usually make the play. They, or, they do it differently. But, but here's the thing I find
2: know. I find is our quarterbacks are pushed back. They're in the pocket. They're getting rushed. They have to break the pocket from getting chased. They either make the play,
1: Aaron. They Aaron get, will throw it earlier and make a crossbody throw or throw off a le- one leg. Or, but I think. I mean? but, but here's Kinda. what's crazy: is both of our quarterbacks are also willing to get sacked a bit. Like true. Like if it's not a good throw.
2: Yeah, we get sacked. We do not throw interceptions. No, no, that's that's one of our quarterbacks. We have studly
1: percentages. Yes, that is the thing. Aaron Rodgers has the number one overtime career percentages of number one quarterback rating of any quarterback ever. Yeah. Through the same time period of Tom Brady. Yep. You know, him wasn't Rodgers actually Tom Brady's backup? No, Brett Foster. Oh, yeah, Rogers! Yeah, Rogers yeah. has been a Packers sorry, sorry. for
2: Rogers has been a Packer dude for ever. He he is yeah. a, he's a sorry. Packer. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Um, but yeah, no, he he sat back up to fucking uh, Brett Favre for years. <laughs> yes, ago. I I remember that. I'm just being silly. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, great, no, we course. for for passes to interception ratio, our quarterbacks are some of, I mean, the best in this league right now. Uh-huh. Brady throws more interceptions than our quarterbacks do. Yep yep you know i yeah, mean actually just, i think
1: this year wilson is number one for you know intercept yards yeah. per yep. Yep. interceptions yep touchdowns he is per yep. perception. but yep. it's so close though and with our records being the exact same it's like really it <laughs> doesn't <know>. matter <laughs> either one we're of us so have close. either one of us have an mvp quarterback uh, on our team right I'm now. i'm so excited like dude we're pro like i don't we're, know here's we, the thing we're pro like we're gonna we haven't be play- said it have we, we said it yet we haven't said it yet we're gonna be
2: seeing each other in the nfc championship uh, to go to the super might. bowl it'll be packers against the seahawks and it'll
1: be the greatest fucking mark game ever. my
2: words right now it'll be a replay That'd of cool. 2013 uh, when you had the immaculate inner the immaculate reception in the end zone where uh, our guy caught it the guy called it incomplete uh, no review seahawks win I'll never forget that game. That's uh, such a
1: fucking nail biter. Oh man, yeah.
2: <sighs> uh, uh, but no, yeah. That's that's gonna be my uh, my call. Is this gonna be a Seahawks Packers NFC the- Championship game to go play? I hope the Ravens, but probably the probably Patriots. the Patriots. But if it's either one of our teams against the Patriots in the
1: Super Bowl. It's going to be a lost Patriots. Dude, I think that I know Wilson will bury fucking Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this year? I'm like, like I know that Wilson will do it this year. Aaron Rodgers. If, if they're in the Super Bowl, uh, dude, I would bet money. Here's mind, the thing. is
2: how ma- I don't even want to be.
1: I, I, will in be Russell, I will be cocky. In
2: Wilson's career, he's been to what? Three Super Bowls? No, two. He's been to two Super Bowls. Yeah,
1: one one lost one.
2: Yeah, Right. Yeah. Yep. Aaron Rodgers has only ever been to one in his career and that was two thousand eleven. Yeah. Forever ago.
1: Yeah. You know, but I he's a stud. If I need him we need him for to get me, back. For
2: me, if he could get into this, the Super Bowl this year, he would not let Tom like like you said, put the fucking hurt on him.
1: I think so. Very, Barry Tom. Brady. Dude. No doubt in my mind. Wilson if the defense just played equal to the defense of them I know Wilson Wilson would run and our targets like yeah in a run game dude we have the third best running game in the off Mm -hmm. in the NFL
2: we have the highest scoring touch rusher in the NFL hell yeah Aaron Jones most rushing touchdowns in the NFL or tied for the most rushing touchdowns Uh, in the NFL hell yeah it might change after this week because uh, we, we have a bye week and he's not scoring. With, up. Uh, uh,
1: God, Carolina, North Carolina. Yep, yep. yep. Um, what's his name? Their running back. Yeah. He's uh, also the yeah. No, we, do, top we, we don't. We don't put
2: up a lot of yards rushing. Uh, we don't have a big a rushing belt, offense, but in. he just has. He has. You know, he's tied for the most rushing touchdowns. Hey, Got to get into the I think, N- I think red zone. I think we're seventh or eighth in the NFL in rushing off for offense this year. Yeah. Somewhere Hell in the, yeah. we're in, you know top ten still we're in one of those. That's competing. the weird
1: thing is like man, you think we're like an offensive team this year? Every, every year the Hawks can actually put together a running team like we're in there. I'm, oh yeah, I'm happy. Oh, it's going. It's because our offensive line is good. Well, here's what Wilson I got. Has time. Uh, yeah. Anyways, here's football. what I got to say. Football, <laughs> it's over.
2: Uh, we're excited. We'll come back. We're gonna have Rusty on to talk some more football and give us his interest in insight at some time ow, ow. Um, i and have he's to pee. give
1: you a pack uh, a pa- patriots perspective yes yes he will and he will he because will he, he, he loves thud. brady
2: because he loves brady even though he's a packers fan for life he loves brady so he'll give us that insight
1: as a brady fan as well but good uh, for him for being an athlete and lover just yeah, like me yeah and being able to have two teams is yep. completely respectable I, I have to pee <laughs> and these people are tired about football. So we're here's what we're going to do. Time we will
2: be back in a second. We have a vinyl that's special that we're going to listen to. And then one more topic and we're going to get out of your fucking hair. All right. Be right back. And we're back and repeat. And all is well. And we have warm beers that we grabbed. And, and it's going to be fantastic. Because well. we forgot to put them in the free fridge to cool them down. But they're, they're not... So they yeah they're not hot our are actually <laughs> they're our, not hot our podcast studio is a nice brisk temperature we it, it is cooler than the rest of the house and we like it that way
1: it's adjacent to the outside in the dog door it's open sometimes so there's a nice breeze typically typically that's true um <laughs>
2: all right so here's a vinyl we're going to listen to right now and this is special. This is it. Really is, man. My dad gave me this. Uh, it is a very, very old, old vinyl. It is a rare cut. It is called the London Howlin' Wolf Sessions. And when this vinyl is made, they made it in two covers: one British release cover and one American release cover. And this is the British release cover because he's smoking, and they didn't want that on. The American release, nice. So this is a British release cover.
1: I love that.
2: It's very old. This uh, is and this is the cool. London. This is the Howlin' Wolf session. So who's on it? So Howlin' Wolf is a blues mu- musician. That's his name, Howlin' Wolf, and uh, he was in Britain, and he was at a Fillmore, at the Fillmore, and they were doing this big blues band, the Paul Butterfield Blues Band and uh cream was playing there mike bloomfield was playing there and basically a bunch of musicians from all of these guys were there and they got together from all of these bands uh to play these sessions of all these other people's songs just like great songs so there's sweet so there's uh Interpretation Chester, of Chester Burnett songs, Willie Dixon songs, a James Odin song, uh, a lot of Jolie Williams, a lot of them are Willie Dixon. And I think uh-huh. Willie Dixon, um, let me see here. Yeah, for some reason, a lot of these songs are credited to Willie Dixon writing these songs, and I'm not sure who Willie Dixon is.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Let me see.
1: If it Let's says, check out said Willie Dixon. Rock and Dak, Helen Wolf.
2: Huh. Yeah, on. Oh, I ain't superstitious. Willie Dixon. There you go. Willie Dixon was a blues musician. Oh, and so he probably wrote a bunch of these songs. James Odin. See, some of these actually call them, say they're written by Wolf. Oh, wow. But. Rock, like like Rock and Daddy. Uh, so on this it says Rock and Daddy. But they're made daddy. famous
1: by other people potentially. Maybe I don't know
2: Chester Burnett. It doesn't even say that on this side one. Oh, all songs written by Chester Burnett. Oh, Chester Burnett is Howlin' Wolf. Okay, that is why. Okay, so that is why Chester Burnett is the writer on a lot of these songs because Chester Burnett is there and Willie Dixon apparently uh was another blues musician they probably collaborated on songs that's probably how it went gotcha. back in the day they were probably just bluesing together but this Sweet. is but anyway so here's what's crazy about this the session consists of uh Howland Wolf slash Chester Dixon right Chester Burnett um you also have Eric Clapton right a young 1971 Eric Clapton <laughs> you have on piano on keyboard Steve Winwood, the fucking yeah. young nineteen seventy one Steve Winwood, my guy. On bass you have, or sorry, I think it's actually drums. Oh no, no, on bass Bill Wyman, <laughs> and then yeah. Charlie Watts, the fucking crazy blues everything drummer Charlie Watts. <sighs> and so this is just a this session. This could be kill. This could be kill. Just throwing together songs, jamming together, kind of super groupish. Um yeah. <laughs> and and it's gonna it's amazing. This was recorded in nineteen seventy one. Is that
1: the name of the recording company or?
2: Um it is yes, Chess Records. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yes. And so here's the songs. We have Rockin' Daddy, I ain't superstitious, sitting on top of the world, worried about my baby, What a Woman, poor boy. Side two built for comfort, who's been talking? The Red Rooster, Do the Do, Highway, and Wang Dang Doodle. <laughs> so I think we need to play a Chester Burnett song. Actually, a Howlin' Wolf song. One of his own definitely songs. Um, sitting on Top of the World. I, I see think, that. I think that's kind of fitting. Oh, yeah. I like it. And he, it's his song. He wrote it. This has Clapton. Steve Winwood, Bill Wyman, and Charlie Watts playing in the background. this is sitting
1: on top of the world right now with a bunch of studs.
2: Yeah, this is gonna be crazy. Um oh, let me put on my flashlight to make my needle line up.
1: He's gonna make that drop super smooth and silky for you out there listening right now. We're so happy that you joined us tonight on Time of Stuff. Aaron's always laying down the sickest drops. We couldn't be more pleased to give you this
2: tune. I think that's lined (laughs) up. I hope it is. This is sitting on top of the world. Listen to the piano.
0: She gonna stay, but now she gone. I had to take my Christmas And my overhaul But now she's gone And I don't worry Because I'm sad
2: This is live. I mean, these guys are doing this just in a take in a room. Yeah. That's Eric Clapton. Lucky Strikes, she unfiltered,
0: she gone and
2: that 70s British she
0: whiskey.
1: Sorry, oh, I love that. That was freaking
2: awesome. That was great. We're gonna have to listen to one more song out of that. All right, tonight we'll, we'll finish. We'll
1: finish. I think it. you gotta pick the last one. Okay, it's like the Wang Dangler Ding Dong.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was, uh...
1: <laughs> okay. It wasn't called that. No, it was something, was it was, but
2: <laughs> Wang Dangler Ding Dong. You're, you're close. <laughs> that was a, a, the Willie Dixon song, Wang Dang Doodle. <laughs>
1: Wang dang doodle. It's funny that I talked about a bunch of dick names, and then yeah. it was no, you're Wang right. dang doodle. <laughs> you're so right. I said I... Wang um, a dang and ding dong. What? Wang Wang dang ding
2: dong. Something. Yeah, <laughs> something. <of it. laughs> so, cheers. So, okay. Wang- yeah. Yes, smallzies.
1: Yep. Smallzies. Hey. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, we're gonna do this. We haven't done this in a while, and I want to bring this up. I've been chewing on this in my brain. Fucking naw. For quite some time, (laughs) and I want to make this the last little bit of our conversation. I know that you will enjoy. Uh, I've kind of already brought it up to you at one point, but we're going to do this here once again. Time and stuff bring you the asshole of the week. All right, the undercrusted cavities and the taints of the wicked, the seeping piles of excrement of the human race. These elected scumbags are the shit on your shoe. The asshole of
0: the week.
2: Uh, asshole. Alright. So uh for So the asshole of the week this week I'm nominating as Ooh. uh oh. the Okay. Wait, what?
1: Nothing. Okay. I just um okay, I don't know who you picked yet. Maybe oh. you did. Okay. Say so.
2: The asshole of the week that I'm picking this week is the person or people from the early 700s to late 600s BC. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That wrote and compiled the first books of the Bible.
1: All right. Okay, yeah. All right. Cuz they wrote we, I think we've talked about this before. They wrote right.
2: they've wrote some bullshit and uh a lot of other people believed them just cuz they said they had some bullshit truth and it meant something and other people were like okay i guess you, you 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 tell me that you have some words that mean something and they're real so i'm gonna believe you have some words that are real must be facts and then other people believed the people that said hey i believe this guy that's real he has these fucking words and other people were like shit that guy has words that you met okay these I'm words have belie-
1: been words for a while and then he had similar words to my words so you know yeah. must be must be true
2: so if if you guys are familiar if you're not um The first books of the Bible, this is Genesis 1, 2, and 3, is what I really want to talk about today, which is the first, basically the creation of the earth, the creation of the universe, how everything on earth started, how all life started, and what transpired at the beginning of everything that ever existed to give humans sin. This is, the, this is the events that caused women to feel pain in childbirth. This is the events that caused men to so- toil the lands and suffer and sweat on our brow for thorns to prick our hands for us to work and never fulfill. This is the whole events that made it necessary for God to then create Jesus, which is himself, and send himself as a baby to earth to to work and toil and then die to only go back to heaven to be with himself again for a loophole that he started in the first place this is this is the cause for everything that is claimed to be necessary for us to be good in the eyes of god there would if if adam and eve and the creation didn't exist there would be no need for jesus Because if original sin wasn't there in the first place, there would be no sin and no need for Jesus to come back. This, this, This right here, the first three books of the Bible, are the reason why everything else in the Bible is there. Yeah. And this is what I want to focus on today. The assholes who wrote this.
1: Yeah. I don't know. The perception and need to be pure.
2: Yeah. Well, okay, so it starts. We'll see. Let's read. It starts. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of... Oh, by the way, for all of you, I'm reading out of the King James Version, so it it can be a little wordy, but it's one of the oldest forms of the Bible that we have today. There's all the new, new King James Version, new Standard Version, new English Version... Uh, there's all of the ones that soften the yeah. language. King James Version is, yeah, the
1: oldest one. That... It,
2: it, it's basically one of the the oldest of the new hermeneutical texts. Yeah,
1: it's not the hippest.
2: No. Well, here's the thing. is it It is the words written as they wrote them back then. This is not Ish. softened. Well, it is. It, the King James Version is how they wrote them in the 14th and 15th century when Christianity was at its peak. Highest peak when they were the most fervent believers in the Bible before they rewrote it and rewrote it and. But softened. originally it was in Hebrew, right? Well, uh, yes, yes. This that's why, yeah. That's the, this is the newest. This is the oldest version of the English translated text. Yeah,
1: true. So there's. You know there is a lot to be said about the translation too. Yes, but, but we don't have to go but, into that right no, now. No, no. But what you find with like the new English version
2: or the new standard version, or the, this is the
1: closest,
2: I guess. Cl- it, it, it all the new ones soften all of the language even more. True. You will have words in the King James. I will James, agree with that. You will have. I have seen it. You will have words in the King James version that say catastrophe or evil, and then you will or. They will say the words evil. and then in the new one in the new standard version, it'll say catastrophe and just kind of soften the word to something really bad, but not evil. Like yeah. there, there's just a lot of discrepancies in the language softening it a bit. Um, but I, I'm reading from the King James. Uh, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. To me, this right here, the earth was without form and void, meaning there was something, but it was not round yet. The earth was without form. So it wasn't round, but there was water everywhere. So I'm, I'm just imagining there's just water, and it's maybe flat, but it's, it's without form. So it really is vague as to what the state of anything looks like, but we know water already exists. And God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. So now you have water everywhere, and it's lit. And God saw the light, and it was good. And good God divided the light from the darkness. Light and dark is already there now. Day and night. Yep. No. Nope. No. Not day oh, yeah, and night. Not quite. Not quite. Just light and dark. Yeah, true. And God called the light day, and the darkness night. And the evening and the morning and the first day. So in the very first day, there was nothing. And all God did in the first day was create light and dark. That's it. And then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. To me, that means, let's put sky. Let's create a sky. Let's divide the water from the water.
1: The craziest thing about this for me right now is just thinking about like Mars are going to other planets and the first thing we look for is like, well, there needs to be light so things can grow. And what do we look for? We look for water. Right. It's just kind of weird. Like, Oh, yeah. The very first like, I mean, yeah, of course we need those Sure. But anyways.
2: Sure. So this is saying that... God now c- had water and he separated water from water with a f- the firmament maybe an atmosphere a layer of air a, a an area where water is v- without right right and i guess atmosphere i guess if you were sort. if you were young if you were a uh older human and you looked up in the sky and it was blue and you looked at water and it was blue maybe you would guess on top of whatever this air was this this section and there's of water up there there's water up on top of the blue because it's blueish, right? Yeah. And so let let let's separate the waters from the waters. Uh, and God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. So now it's saying there's water below and a gap with no water and water above. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. So now heaven is somewhere between the water and the water because it's the firmament. That is what this is saying right there. Heaven is between the water and the water in the firmament, the division that he put in in the second day. So he created light and dark in the first day, heaven, the firmament in the second day. It's getting weird. I know, everybody. And then uh, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place and let dry land appear. God called the dry land earth and gathered together the waters and called seas. And he called that he called seas and God saw it was good. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruitful tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. So as soon as he created land, then he created plants. Right. Boom. Earth. And the earth, earth and brought plants. forth grass, the herb yielding seed after its kind, the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after its kind, and God thought it was good. Third day, boom, gone and done. We have plants. Then he said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from night and let them be for signs, for seasons, for days and years. The sun and the moon. Okay. Okay, let them be, and let them be for lights in the firmament. Oh, they repeat themselves. The King James Version is very repetitive. And God made two lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And he set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. To ru- and to rule over the day and rule over the night and divide the light from the darkness and God thought it was good. The fourth day, boom, over. Yeah. So here's what I find funny about this language. Yeah, He made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day yeah. and the lesser light to rule the night. This to me is describing a situation where the sun and the moon are in the sky. Yeah,
1: they're both rulers, but one's better than the other.
2: <laughs> and neither of them cause the day or night yeah to there's me separation. it's to me it describes th- it is just day and the sun is in the sky to tell us it's day yeah but the sun is not the cause of the daytime then there's nighttime the moon comes up in the sky at night we see the moon it's telling us now it's night but the moon is not the cause of the night None of this is describing a fact which the sun, which is in the sky, is the cause of both day and night. Yeah. None, you know, none of it is describing the the creator of the situation. Well, it is, but just saying that made, yes. died, day and night was made, not the sun that he put in the sky. The sun, basically, this is just saying the sun and the moon only are in the sky to tell us yeah. that it's day and night, not to, not to... Inflict when day and night happen. That was in the first four days. All right, here we come. Fifth day. This is when it gets crazy. This is all the first chapter, by the way. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, the fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales, every living creature that moveth with the waters, and he brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind and God saw it was good now all sea creatures and all oh, birds exist yeah there's nothing on land living yet there's sea creatures and there's
1: birds uh, and he said because as far as they know the sky is just water above the firmament or whatever the sky
2: it, is the firmament it's the water the sky is the firmament. Oh. The water is above the firmament. Ah. the firmament is so separating ah. a a basically it's a gap in water. I just
1: was wondering if that's why that's like
2: well birds. Know. Well yeah, but bird, it's, birds birds are b- flying between the waters the and, the, sky water and the and the and <laughs> the and the serpents and the whales
1: and everything are in the. Just waters. wondering why the logic there was with the yeah, <laughs> yeah the flyers and the it, waterers. It makes you really wonder. And maybe and, they recognize like they they both have wings and like kind of things probably you know what I mean? they both kind of soar they they, they manipulate the wings. medium that they're in they're not they, legs they have they're to have legs. fins
2: they have to have wings they're both kind yeah. of soaring in the medium they're placed in. they're not walking upon it they're moving through it yeah
1: right i think so
2: yeah um and god blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the f- fowl multiply on earth and that was the fifth day boom Six, and then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind, the cattle, the creeping thing, the beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth, the cattle, and every everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and God saw it was good. So everything but man exists right now. Nothing else exists but man.
1: Sixth day.
2: And now in the sixth day, let us make man in our image. After our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the earth and all of the things over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. So right there, God in the very first chapter of the book creates all living things, the fish, the whales, all birds, all land animals, and man and woman at the same time. Oh, yeah. Both of them. First equal, chapter. Man and woman, both created. Uh, yeah, and he first ble- chapter. And, and he blessed them, and he said, be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. So he's telling them already, both. Fornicate. You guys both. recognize you're equal, you're on the earth, you have to subdue the earth, you have to reproduce, be plentiful, flourish, take dominion over everything. There is no restrictions on these humans. He's already created them. He's telling them to fuck. He's telling them to do everything. The animals are theirs, you know. Right. Uh, Be fruitful, blah, 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 over the fowl of the air, over every living thing. Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, every which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree which is in the fruit of a a tree of yielding seed to... To you, it shall be for meat. Basically, every plant and tree on the planet is yours. Every one of them. Right. He's telling them right now, I've Get created all shit. of you guys. Cocaine. Yep. Cocoa. And then. No, right. <laughs> Sorry. Bad, and ex- then he, bad he, example. He, he did all that. And to every beast, every fowl th- within their life, I have given them green herb for meat. And it was so. So he's basically telling everything. All you guys, there's all these plants, everybody eat right. plants. Indulge, Humans eat the animals, fuck, reproduce. The 6th day is over.
1: Get that, it, do it.
2: So, then we move to second verse, second chapter, where's the where is ch- the ch- ch- chapter? Genesis 2. And then the earth and the heavens and the earth were finished and all of the host of them and the 7th day God ended his work and rested. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, that's where he, he rested.
1: He started off with just chilling. Yep.
2: Yeah, so he worked really hard for six days. Right. Seventh day, because he worked so hard, even though he's all powerful and doesn't need rest, he rested anyway to admire right. what he had created. He had already- he's
1: like, is this some good shit? Shit, I think this is some good he shit. He had
2: created everything. Humans were a mist. They were on the land. They were fucking now. Here's where it gets weird. Gets <laughs> really weird. Chapter pretty quick. Two, chapter two starts- and we go to verse 5, because the first four verses of the chapter 2 were him resting. We go to the fifth one. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every f- herb in the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Oh wait, sorry, sorry, I skipped. Verse 4. There, these are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. So already, right there, that right. verse. Chap- Genesis 2, verse 4. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. One day. Not seven days. Yeah, One day. Not in the yeah. days that he made Yeah, them, In the day. And then it goes to say that every plant... The, the the earth was bare there was no plants in the, the 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 plants had not grown the herbs had not grown and there was no, because earth because god had not caused it to rain and there was no man to till the ground to make the plants grow so now what? the language has switched uh-huh. from god being the creator of everything to the fact that There were no plants because man didn't till the ground. Right. It had just got done saying God created all the plants first before anything else. He created the waters, separated the waters from the land and created plants. That was the very first thing. Now, the very first thing in chapter two, no plants exist. The land is dry because God had not made it rain and man could not till the ground. So now no plants exist. No men exist. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed nostrils into the breath of life and man and man became a living soul. So now. It
1: goes back to tell you. Now he's saying.
2: Happened. Now, he, now they're reiterating the story. But God didn't just make man. Again, he had to follow what is weird now is God had to create man from dirt. Just as no plants could grow because man couldn't toil the ground. God is no longer a God that can just create the planets and everything from a nothing. Yeah. Now he has to use other things to yeah. create the new things. Within the second He verse. is he, Within the, the very fairy... second chapter.
1: Now he is restrained in his power. He it's can, almost like one story got told and they're like, ah, oh, we got to keep this first part to keep it like the original thing. But then, but
2: then let's retell a story later. And, right. and kind of add on to a different story. For a second so, verse. yep. And then, so now God plant And then the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and he put the man he had formed. So now he just made a little garden, bloom, and out of the ground God made every tree g- grow. Every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, and the tree of life. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So, now he created a garden of Eden. He put the man that he created out of dirt. Assuming that all the people he already made were somewhere else. Because he's already created an earth. He's already created people to multiply. They're out there. But now he created a man from dust. Put him in a garden. Somewhere east of Eden. mm mm-hmm. And he created two trees, a guard, the, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. After, he already got done saying, I created you humans and I've given you every tree on the earth for you. That rule is already applied. Right. Every tree that he creates is for them. But now right. he goes, now I created these two trees. But don't have these. And he talks about rivers. He I'm going to test you. He goes, a river went out from Eden and... Uh, f- It became four heads. He talks about the river names. It starts talking about things like that, uh, Euphrates River. Okay. And Lord God took the man and put the man in the garden of Eden to dress and keep it. He commanded the man saying, of every tree in the garden, thou -hmm. thou mayest freely eat, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For the day that thou eatest thereof, Mm -hmm. thou shalt surely die. He's only telling the man this. No one else exists. It's one man in a garden with no one else around. And God's like, hey, I created you. You have all this shit to eat. Those two trees, don't eat them. Don't eat the fruit off of both of those trees. Right. No one else is around to hear this. And then the Lord God made all the animals. All the... Which were already made. Right. No, they've already been made according to the thing. But now God makes them again, uh, makes all the birds and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So. <sighs> could you imagine how long it would take for every animal that exists right now to be brought in front of you for you to name everything?
1: Oh, yeah. It'd get Really weird. Really quick.
2: So you're t- God brought him squid.
1: Yeah. Well, God brought him a
2: penguin. God brought him kangaroos. God brought him uh, weird little, weird every insect. You know, well, there's y- there's thirty five thousand species of spider.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Makes you wonder.
2: Makes you wonder yeah, about all of the animals. All of the animals, and Adam named every animal. Wow. Well, yeah.
1: That's what it says.
2: (laughs) And whatsoever. Yeah. And. It's a weird thing is. And whatsoever. Teach
1: it from being a small kid. Like they actually really when they read this shit, they really actually say like every animal. And that's part of the majesty. Part of the magic and part of the wonderment.
2: Yeah. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature. That was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle. And to all the fowl of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found any help to meet for him. (laughs) That's worded weird, but he couldn't find any help. And Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And when he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said... This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man therefore shall a man leave his father therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother he shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and they were not ashamed that's the last line of the very second thing It is extremely, it is expressing they're both naked, but they don't realize they're naked. They are not attracted to each other. There's no carnal knowledge. They're just naked like any other animal.
1: Whatever. So here's another weird thing.
2: Again, God had to, in the very first chapter, God made both man and woman at the same time. He created them both at the same time, put them on the field. Now he had to create a man and then take something from the man to create a woman. He couldn't just create them both again. Nope. He couldn't create him out of nothing. He had to use
1: yet another instrument for his power to right. make something else. Like, no, no, no. We got to change this. Like, we got to take part of a man. We got to take a rib out of a man. Yeah. Toxic well, masculinity. He, I can't. <laughs> well,
2: it gets worse. Uh,
1: biblical toxic masculinity. Here comes
2: the third verse, the third chapter. These are very short, they're not very long. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now there's a serpent. Oh. It's just there. And he said unto but, the woman, man. and he said unto the woman, yeah, hath God said, ye shall not eat of the tree of the garden? Or ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? So he's like going, hey, didn't God, did God say something about to you about yeah, not, not eating all of the trees.
1: Kind of an instigating prick, right? Even though but God gave now them I want all you, I want, the trees I want, I want, and I all pause. the fruits, and yes. God already gave them everything. I want
2: to pause on this also.
1: I'm restricted.
2: God, God only told Adam about not eating those trees. True, God did not tell Eve not to eat them
1: before the. Here's what happened. Incident. Here's what happened.
2: God made Eve. Now, Adam and Eve are alone. They're sitting there, and he's like, hey, wife, we're in this garden. Uh, that guy, he made you out of my rib, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I slept for a really long time. us uh, tired as but fuck. But I guess it's just us two, all the shit we see, we can eat. Oh, pfft. Uh, yeah, the guy, the God guy, uh, he said. By the way, there's only the two trees. We can't eat those trees. I I, I don't know. He so told eat that shit. like Eve. I I don't know. He told me not to eat those trees. But maybe you can. But I. Pfft. I don't know. Did he talk to you? No, God hasn't said any shit to me at all. Okay. Well, I, he just said, don't eat those trees. So well, fuck. God probably would have told you if it was really that big of a deal. Right? <laughs> exactly. There's no key. Like this had the only way Eve could have known not to eat those trees, but here's what she says. Uh, and the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, goth said, Ye shall not. God said, God hath said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So she's like, I guess I'll die if I eat it. And the serpent says, ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, basically the day you eat it, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be gods, knowing good and evil. She's going, you won't, the the serpent's telling her, you won't die. You'll just know the shit the gods know. Like they've, they've limited you. You don't know a bunch of shit, but if you eat that, that fruit, you won't die. You'll just know all the shit they know. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she wanted to be wise. She's like holy shit, there's stuff I don't know? I could know more shit? Right. She went and took the fruit thereof and did eat it and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. That's a confusing part. Oh, yeah. Because God's... So I'm Eve, you're Adam. I'm like, oh, there's Ooh. this fruit. I'm going to make... Oh, look at this. Gonna... Hey, Adam, I there's this fruit I just ate. God said not to eat it, but now I know a lot of shit. You want to eat it too?
1: And he's like, and I <laughs> he did eat. He did. I don't know. It sounds like a conspiracy did. to make the it, evil women evil. It, it kind of does, doesn't it?
2: And the eyes of them were both opened, and they knew that they were naked. And isn't that funny? As soon as they knew something, they the first thing they saw was nakedness. They didn't think of anything else. The first thing they, oh, now I know stuff. Oh, shit, we're, we're naked. Oh, shit, we can't. Our bodies are something wrong now. It's so weird. As too, soon as we know something, we're wrong. We have to cover uh, ourselves and so fig leaves. It's so weird
1: that this is the foundation or er, foundation of all Christianity. A lot of well, yeah, and and it's so bad to be like naked and shit. And all the major problems like fucking <laughs> Epstein. Oh, <Oof. laughs> yeah, and, you're and damn right. Well, and fucking you're fuck damn right the problems in catholicism and well it's it's like it, god sex is such a major problem like
2: here's how it, it gets worse dude this is the part where it really like everything else weird. before it's twisted man. the whole first concept was weird but you could kind of get with it like if, if that was the way it all worked Ish. and everything was contradictory shit besides, between besides the first it, and the second yeah chapter. well that's what i'm saying then the second chapter comes in and it immediately contradicts the chapter before it and this is supposed to be the inerrant word of god yet literally the first and second chapters are blatant
1: contradictions of each
2: other. Definitely.
1: And like, well, the fact that it's this like, is supposed it to do it all in this short amount of time. And then it really goes back after that. And then and he like, says how it
2: does it. Yeah, but different, but completely
1: different. But It can't do it the same. Like they're yeah. definitely different. I know. It's just like, ah, oh, that's going to be okay. and, then, and now
2: now all of this has happened, and here's where it gets worse. So they, 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 their eyes were open, they, they, they knew they were naked, and they made themselves aprons of fig leaves. And then they heard the voice of God walking in, or they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. They hid from God now. Like, they can do that because God can see everything at all times. But he's like, oh, I, where are you? i I just walk into well, the it's, tally. It's like, the... it's like playing hide and seek with a three-year-old and you see his feet sticking out and you're like, where are you? I don't see you, even though I know you're right there.
1: Hey, right? look at and my so, fig lift wearing And, and Lord God
2: called into Adam and said, where are you at? And he goes, I heard your voice and I was afraid because I'm naked, so I hid. That's what he I, says back to God. I love that. I know. Oh, and God said, so "Who told shit you you'd say to me? Who told you you were naked? Wait, did you eat of the tree, the one that I told you not to eat?" And the man said, "The woman gave it to me. She, she made she she gave me the fruit of the tree, and what I a ate it." What a fucking
1: snitch ass! Right bitch. off the bat, boom, Adam's a fucking very first thing. Snitch. She, he's like Adam. What the? Did you eat the? Fruit? We need to and make go, fucking t-shirts that says fucking adam's a snitch yeah and he goes oh the woman did it and then and then he goes and
2: then god goes woman did you what have you done and she says the serpent told me to so i ate it the serpent told me to and so she she now blames the serpent which the serpent did tell her some shit true but Adam blame you know, so obviously Adam just like sold herself down the river. And so God gets pissed Threw and he goes, under the bus. and he goes, serpent, because you've done this, you are cursed above all cattle, above every living beast. You shall now for the rest of your time, crawl on your belly. It's already a serpent. It's already crawling on its belly. He's just going You'll never not be able to crawl on your belly right. now. You'll never graduate into legs, you fuck. And you shall eat dust for the rest of your life. That's what he told the serpent. You're officially still a reptile. Yeah, you're you're never gonna not be a reptile. You might get yeah. So that so that was that was the punishment for the serpent who started the whole thing. Right? Then, uh I oh and I will put enmity between the woman the and the woman. And between thy and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Oh, basically he's saying, uh, and he's going to put a, a a restriction between the serpent and the people. And every time they see you, they're going to step on your head. Oh, gotcha. With force that it'll bruise their heels. Damn. So basically, they're going to walk around and crush snakeheads for the rest of the year. That's, that's your... T- Okay, so that's kind of bad. You'll crawl in the dirt. You'll you'll crawl around on your belly, and anytime anyone sees you, they're gonna crush your heads. Uh, and then God said to the woman, uh, "I will greatly multiply." Oh, listen to this. This oh, is wow. I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow, thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee.
1: Wow, that sounds joyous.
2: So right there, he's saying, hey, because you did this, you're going to have immense pain when you bring children, but you have to bring children, but you're going to have immense pain. To me. For me. Immense pain when they birth the children.
1: Yeah, definitely. And
2: and then you're only going to want your husband and he is your master. You are his slave. That's that. That's her punishment. Uh,
1: Thank you, Jesus.
2: So the snake just gets to continue being a snake, and now he's going to get stepped on by people. Uh, The woman has to now endure severe pain and childbirth and everything that goes to that, and she is a servant for her entire being. Her purpose is to have pain when she gives birth and be a servant to men. And then he says to Adam, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of the wife, because you listened to your wife and you ate of the tree, which I command you not to. Cursed is the ground for you, which you sake in sorrow, thou shalt eat of it from the days. So basically you, you now have to work the ground for the rest of your life because it's where you get your food, thorns and thistles. Shall bring it forth to thee and thou shalt eat of the herb of the field so basically you're gonna prick your hands sometimes when you're working and grabbing stuff some thit's gonna have thorns and you're gonna prick your hands.
1: It's gonna remind you listening to your wife. Don't ever listen to your wife by the,
2: And by the way <laughs> and by the way, you're gonna sweat in your face and it, actually what it says in the sweat of thy face thou shalt bread or thou eat bread. Till thou return into the ground, for out of it was thou taken, for dust for dust thou art, unto dust thou shalt return. Basically saying you're gonna have to work and sweat for your bread, and you're gonna die and go back into the ground. Doesn't say anything about heaven, doesn't say anything about souls. It is saying man's curse is to work and toil and sweat, prick our fingers with thorns and die and go back into the dirt because that's where we were taken from. Why? Nothing about souls, nothing about heaven. But if you ask me, the punishments that God laid out right there really, really is swayed toward the woman. Like the serpent yeah. didn't get it that bad. No, the man didn't get it the bad. The man, no. the, the, like he goes, listen, you already are going to have to work they to get the woman out.
1: being... Well, it was the worst thing. It was like she gets. She made the mistake. They didn't even t- say the snake, like, really was like, ah, he's naturally bad. He just crawls on the belly. He'll no. still crawl on his yeah, belly. Right. But the woman? What's woman? Ah, she fucking called. Pain and. She so, made the man fucking turn his back and she's going to she live in pain forever. Well,
2: here's the thing. She didn't even make him, she yeah. offered it to him. He took it. And.
1: Did she even fucking know that he was told not to have it? Well, that's the thing. She was never told by God to not eat that fruit. She heard. But did, was she ever told ever that well, the guy shouldn't have eaten Well,
2: it? Well, she goes, the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die, blah, blah, blah. And the woman saw. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't know why. It says in the
1: mist. Like, in the midst, I always felt, Which, which like is in a, the midst of the garden. Yeah. I always felt like it was, like, in the middle of it, you know? It is. It, it's supposed well, see, to be... Well, see, that's the thing. Like, fuck, dude. Well, but,
2: but the woman... haunt It was uh, tantalizing. Uh, the, serpent's, the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit in the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Goth had said... God had said, <laughs> We shall not eat of it, neither shall we touch it, lest ye die. So she knew... That God had said not to do it, but God never told her not to do it.
1: Gotcha. And it could—it wasn't like, "Hey, by the way, you're gonna feel weird naked now." <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, he never really told that's, them. Here's the thing, and so did he. say the so here's weird per- here's repercussions? where it gets weird.
2: So now God has punished all of man, the man, the woman, yes. and the serpent. Yes, they, uh. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Until Adam, or unto Adam also and to his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. So the God made them clothes more than the clothes they already had. Oh, weird. So they already had the little fig leaf aprons Uh, and then God took other skins and made them more clothes but he had to yet again make something from something else that already existed but there were skins already off of animals it's weird yeah and the Lord said behold the man is to become the man has become okay this is the other weird part I want I'm going to go say this and I'm going to go back to the beginning of everything and it's going to weirdly tie in and Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us.
1: Oh, as the gods.
2: Multiple. Multiple. Yeah, as one of us. One of us. And God said, God is talking, but singular. But he's become one of us. Man has become one of us. And God said, man. To know good and evil, and now, lest he be put for lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. So they're going, Hey, this guy knows, this guy knows as much as we do. And if he eats that tree, the fruit of the tree of life, he's going to be a God. Now he'll know everything and live forever. We can't have that. So therefore God sent him forth of the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and placed, And he placed at the east of the garden of Eden a flaming sword, which he turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. To keep, yeah, to keep the way of the tree of life. So basically, he put a big giant flaming sword to guard the garden so no one would go back into the garden to eat the tree of life because there's a big flaming sword there. But this is what's weird. And God said, and the Lord God said, behold, the man is become one of us. Right, it's referencing multiple things that man has now become. Like if you right. go back, if you go back to Genesis one, the very beginning, and oh wait, hold on, where is it? Um, um back in the very beginning. Oh, wait, maybe it's in the bottom of this. Uh, bless them. Oh. Uh, and God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Our, our. Yes. Again, he's referencing more than himself. Let God said, let, let's make man in our image, in our likeness. And then in the third chapter, God, no, man has become like us. With the knowledge. It's weird. So he's he's referencing more than one god-like figure. Yeah. Huh. Which contradicts him being the only god. Definitely. Thou shalt not serve any other gods. There are no other gods. He is the only god. Right. But he's referencing other ones. And basically everything in the first chapter contradicts the second chapter. The third chapter is God setting up the people to fail. To cre- so God basically set up a
1: what a shit show.
2: And here's the other thing: later in the Bible, there is a verse that says God does not tempt man. That is a verse later in the Bible. What was the fucking so story it- we just told? It sounds like God <laughs> tempting man and woman by putting some delicious fucking trees right in the middle right? of a and garden and telling a serpent not- a serpent. Well, and then saying. He created all that shit. Hey, you can eat everything, but that delicious looking one that looks so good to eat, don't eat that one. He
1: gave that fucking serpent to man. Yeah. Yeah. He created it himself. Yes, he did. In the goddamn first fucking chapter of the fucking book. Yes, he did. He's like, hey, check it out. Here's all the whales. Here's all the birds. And everything that crawls on the ground. It's It's all all yours. Yep. Have all the fruit. Have all this. Oh, by the way. But God does not tempt man. God doesn't tempt man. No. He just sets up
2: elaborate ways for them to fail, which he knew they would in the first place because he's all knowing to tip a scale so that he can set up more rules for him to have to follow for us to want to love him and know he's exists. Yeah, but he doesn't tempt us. It's a crappy crap. By the thing. way. Hey, I. Th- if you love him, you're going to be fine forever, but if you don't, you're going to die. Right. And, and 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 you're gonna suffer forever yeah. isn't that tempting man right there Ugh. to want to love him because you don't want to mm. suffer isn't well, that that's temptation? the shitty
1: thing about the whole thing actually is that like man i i bring up things like this to my religious family members and uh, one of the things i've heard is like well even if it's you know might not be real either like If I die, die either way, and then you know, at least I won't burn in hell if I if it's real. (laughs) It's like, man, yeah, but you don't understand. It's like actually You know, here's how you answer that. I'm happy that you're happy with the community of church. Here's how you answer that question. But you can find happiness anywhere. That's that's
2: called Pascal's wager. It's something that is not called that, but that methodology is sold to Christians. And the way to refute that and just kind of get the wheels turning on that simple thing is, are you sure your hell is the real one? Yeah. Because if they believe that they're going to maybe be avoiding a hell by believing in this, but they don't know if it's sure true or not, they're just hoping that it's true, and in the fact of maybe it's true and believing in it, they're going to save themselves from hell. Well, in in just chance and hope at that point, there's chance and hope that another version of hell is real as well. And another religion, like a Buddhist hell is real or a Hindu hell is real because it's just hope and chance at this point. And if you spend all this time hoping for this hell to avoid, what if you're steering yourself to the actual hell that's real because you don't believe in that God? Right. Like that, it just that, you know, like, (laughs) If someone goes, well, I just hope and, you know, I don't go to hell. Well, how do you know you believe in the right fucking hell? Right. Or the right, quote, hell. Yeah. that's Quote. Yeah, quote, <laughs> unquote. Did you get it? Yeah. Well, every person, their own
1: perception. Yeah, I know. Of each thing.
2: Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, another answer to, like, if you were to just show this and read through this. Well, here's a funny thing. Do you think your... Pa- <sighs> do you think your well no i don't want to go that pointed um do you think a general christian parent would let one of us read these first 3 books to their kid
1: three oh, chapters let, of the bible let us and tell and we're reading the bible to them yeah I don't think they would. Yeah, maybe not cuz they know that, well, we would, it would just think. it would
2: just sink holes in their life. Lo- it would just it would just turn a wheel in
1: the kids' brain, especially if they're like 9 or 10. Yeah, well, it's and perfect. we perfect. <laughs> but honestly, like the thing is, yeah, as much as I think it's important to like teach kids with an open mind, like yeah, I could never actually do that to anyone's parent like, you know, well, but, 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 I'm saying like, like, say the
2: kid, the uh, parents already had kids and they go to church and they
1: all, already are reading the Bible honestly, and hearing from the a, Bible. If a parent asked me to give them or talk to their kid, if they were, uh, I would have, I would be so happy. And I would be as lighthearted as I. Well, could. I guess more of the like, p- some people I, well, talk think this way. Well, some people I guess think m- that way. I guess you know, more it, it, of the it, it, point like, I'm trying to
2: make is is it awesome. seems to me that a lot of Christian parents, even though they want to teach their kids Christianity, mm-hmm. wouldn't just let one they of don't us want to just read it. They wouldn't just let us read any book of the Bible to their kids. Yeah. No, in like would, in, can, in can, open can I just either. read your kid Leviticus or Deuteronomy?
1: Yeah because That'll warp their fucking brains. Can I can I
2: can you can you just read any of the, the the books of your no,
1: the fucked up shit about it really and Christianity in general is just like man, they want to talk about how like open and lovey and like oh, everyone's all accepted. And this is a lot of like the New Testament, oh, yeah, but like you know, but that's what most of the current day Christianity Foundation is really like. What the good parts, the good yeah, parts it's all the, the positivity, Testament. the yee yep. the fucking. Yep. Watered down versions of the Bible. And that's what sucks is like they're like it's all about like quote inclusion, but really all they ever fucking do is exclude people. Well and And it and and it's on a national scale, it's a worldly scale. And what you'll have is you'll have Oh yeah, like treat your neighbor next next door okay. But and they might be like, Oh yeah, they're American and you I don't know, they just don't even recognize you. But but here's what's crazy. They don't recognize nationalities. They don't recognize like people and cultures and fucking like Nope. It's different like God damn, dude. Like you
2: could be anything, but if you're not the one C
1: badge, then you're not a part of their tribe. And and here's that's what really fucking sucks for me. It does and the most crazy thing about it is like, dude. Christianity is not an American-developed thing. No, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. No, like holy fuck, dude! Like they're all battling over the Promised Land in Jerusalem.
2: Well, all they were all Jewish. Like Jesus was Jewish. Definitely, he was just of a, course he was just a kind of outlying rabbinical scholar who. uh who saw his own light and wanted people to follow him, right. his word, his yeah. his twist on the the the, the I want to change things on everything and well you, yeah and
1: it was all doctored up I don't know sometimes I don't even know if Jesus ever actually I don't like, think
2: he did I don't think he did what it's I th- what here's really what, hard I don't here's know. what It'd I be think.
1: interesting to see actual like the most factual evidence ever that like Jesus actually exists. We
2: know, is, we know I would like to well, see
1: if it ever, if that is there.
2: It was probably real that there was a uh a rogue rabbinical scholar named Yeshua ben Joseph, a guy named Yeshua whose dad was Joseph, and he was probably there was probably a bunch of people who were talking about this rogue idea of Judaism, Christianity, forming at that time, that were amalgamed into one person later in time. And they yeah. and they there probably was a guy more than likely named Yeshua, who was nailed to a cross like Romans did to everyone. Yeah, that was that was True. it was nothing uncommon. And and a lot of biblical apologists will want to say, oh, this was a really uncommon thing to happen. And yeah, the Romans never did. They yeah. did it it's, all. There's only
1: a select few that got buried in different places, but they just did it all the time. Right. I don't know. They but, just didn't but care all, about bodies back then. Well, and you know, they got like, fucking turned up in the sands over time yeah like fuck oh, stories are rough
2: Dude, it just you know it it th- there is nothing more than stories tying p- portions of truth to hearsay and even i mean man you know e- you you can even look at the ah, it it just goes yeah, on we forever we weren't it's, fucking there no 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 and <laughs> yeah, more or less and here's the thing that's crazy is every christian on the planet Will believe word of mouth from 18, 1,900 years ago, because the earliest books of the New Testament, the Mark, the earliest book was written estimated thirty five to fifty years after Jesus' death was yeah. when the very first book was written. Thirty five years after his death. That's like that's like right now.
1: That's kind of tough to remember.
2: Well, okay. Imagine this. Imagine this. JFK gets shot in 1964. What if the very first reports of JFK's assassinations and all of the events that occurred were written in the mid 90s?
1: Yeah, who the fuck cares? And then,
2: and then we had to know everything there was to know about JFK's assassination only from books written in the 90s there was nothing ever written or
1: talked about written down that's like some fucking like north korean like don't want to let you know any information well, type but shit. that's
2: the kind of sca- that's the kind of time frame we're talking about from jesus dying to the first books of his time being written is jfk's assassination to the late 90s like Imagine that event transpiring and nothing being written down about it for 35 years and all of a sudden everything you know about that event is only from what was written down 35 years later. And you have to know that that's accurate
1: and it's all real and it all happened and nothing was skewed. And you have to believe it enough to actually, like, as you die, believe right. you're going to go to a whole other existence.
2: Well, and right now, and here's the other thing, <laughs> right now you can go and talk to hundreds of people who report to see the same UFO sighting. Do you believe that UFOs actually, they actually saw UFOs? And if you can't go to real world people with cell phone videos right now and talk to them and they tell you me and three of my friends were abducted by an alien, we videoed the alien craft before it abducted us. Like if you can't believe them now with quote unquote, again, video evidence, but you're willing to believe that 2000 years ago. But we have evidence of something not supernatural. A- it's all aliens could be completely natural. Nothing, True. nothing supernatural breaking any law of world of universe m-
1: metrics has yeah. to be broken for aliens to that be here. Actually, could happen. Right. More realistically, I think than having uh, an someone come back from the deity.
2: dead. S- someone come back from the dead. Let's just start there. A human dead for three days and come
1: back. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to be dead necessarily for three days. He just has more. I don't know. I'm not defending. Well, no, no, no. you're right. I defend. You're right. The actual thing is dead for a day and a half. Yeah. Well, or yeah, dead until you're drugged into the next room, and you know, and you
2: know, and and there's there's just there's there's a lot that has to be have to be. Believed for the next sets of things to be I don't believed, know, man. I still Don't think that fucking he ever existed. I
1: don't. Well, it, 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 like the Jesus in his current like. No, I agree. The fucking no, Jesus. No, no, no. Yeah. that 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 Jesus never existed. White dude. Jesus,
2: dude. The, like that, we have no, white Jesus. No, dude. no, that's what I said. There may have been a man named Yeshua and Ben I know Joseph. maybe That's just stupid. The, maybe the, even
1: Christians would be like, the, "Of course, the, it's not a fucking white Jesus." The, like, the Jesus from that's the just Bible. What we do
2: the Jesus from the Bible that gave the Sermon from the Mount. Never existed. That Sermon from the Mount is not real.
1: And I really don't think that there that was, was like this that fucking was, uh, Judas, dude. No, no. You know no, what I mean? No, like, no, there's a there really, there, were, there might have been a betrayal, but was it this well, there Judas were, as, of this and Just like the just West... Bur- like okay, check it out. Drawn up, up drama. Just
2: like the Westboro Baptist Church exists now, it is a small group of very fringe believers of the same doctrine. At that time, in Judaism's form at that time, there were small sects of very extreme believers who warped the belief, the teachings of the Old Testament. They, And I can only imagine that Roman higher-ups and people wanted to squash that version of the religion being spread. That was probably just a commonplace thing of the... A pr- the the highest huh. level of the church wanting to squash fringes that were warping the teaching of the church like definitely you know and
1: honestly that's been done throughout new, like well, throughout history of course it has times, so
2: dude. so so as just as jesus was an amalgam of a bunch of people trying to push a fringe cult like down teaching repress this judas was just an amalgam of all the higher up roman officials trying to squash the cult from starting like Moses wasn't a real person. We know that, I mean, that's almost completely established even by Orthodox Christian and cath- Catholic, yeah. Catholic scholars now, now say, hey, Moses, not a real guy. Not, nothing uh, says uh, he was ever. Around. There was never a man who freed Jewish slaves from Egypt. Yeah. There was never a group of Egyptians who marched for forty years across the desert back to Israel. Yeah, that never happened. That walk never happened. People were never at. It's a twelve-day walk, guys. Yeah. If you were to set, if you were to leave Egypt right now and walk to Israel, it'll take you twelve days. You can drive in nine hours from Egypt to Israel. You can drive there in nine hours. I
1: think we might need to actually travel there and walk across that. Well. It's, it it's, might be painful, but...
2: It's less time than to drive across California. It, wow. Israel is closer to Egypt than, than Northern California is from Southern California. Let that sink in. Ugh. And, it, and apparently it took a group of people 40 years to walk across California. Lazy motherfuckers. Dude. Lewis and Clark crossed the entire fucking United States in less than a year. Yeah. That's awesome. Badass motherfuckers, dude. You know, it didn't take that. None of that exodus happened. None of that fucking happened.
1: Oh, like, yeah. it just, we know now. this now.
2: And so, this is why I wonder
1: what. Let's just
2: make sure oh, we're still yeah. going. You're right. Holy shit. Okay, okay. look at that. Yeah. It did. Just had to double check. <laughs> You're right. Thank
1: you, program. Ah, oh, we would had been back on there. Yeah, yeah good yeah. job.
2: No, hey, it's, it's just crazy for me to th- see all the little holes and stuff we know that fall in and to understand
1: that everything about Jesus had to happen from the very first beginning I of the book. Am I going to wake up? Am I going to literally think about, like, am I going to concentrate on this? Am I going to say Dude, it just, God is going to rule my life every day and every Sunday am I going to do this thing? Based over so many different things that just contradict themselves. And like, just the very first three chapters of the Bible, the very first
2: three chapters of the Bible, which set up every contingent factor the rest of the Bible through revelation all of that stuff is contingent on the very first three chapters and if those three first chapters aren't sound how can you live with anything else after that that's where I'm stuck I I came to this the other day I read about it I've read this five fucking times like how can anything else be believed on a
1: bad premise that starts right yeah I mean just the actual creation of different things and how it all lines up and How it needs to just like, oh, well, it
2: wasn't quite right. Well, well, if you see that many problems in the first three chapters, how can you trust any of the rest of the text?
1: Well, and it's all supposedly between a bunch of different people all writing these other books. But I don't know. Yeah. 40 authors, three different languages, 1600 years.
2: It took from the very Job is the oldest book of the Bible. Written in the. Late 800 BCs, you know, a yeah. late 700s, early 800 BC. Job is the oldest book of the Bible. Genesis was written after that, about 500 BC. All the rest of the books, Moses, all, uh, Exodus, all of those other books were, com- were compiled uh, in the, you know, the last 400 years. Leviticus, Deuteronomy, all those were compiled in the last 300 years before B- A.D. The BC started. And then, apparently, you know, then the rest of the books were written. Well, the four, uh, the four Matthew, uh, Mark, John. No. Those, yeah, those were written in the first couple hundred, the first hundred, 120 years after Jesus' death. Yeah. By, by, by 120 AD, all four of those books have been written. And then, you know, you get the the letters from John to, you know, corinthian ah. corinthia the letters from john to corinthia the letters of jo- the uh, paul all like, of paul's writing
1: dude if there had been copyright laws this well here's never the th- here's happened. the thing paul <laughs> you
2: know what i mean paul is one of the biggest fucking sexists of all time yeah like that dude is just in a fucking asshole man yeah. you know and people always go oh well why couldn't the 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 uh the f- oh what is that fucking the 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 something wrote exp- what the uh hmm when when Saul gets approached by an angel the on the Damascus road Right, the Damascus Road Gosh, experience yeah. when Saul gets approached and gets and he sees God or he hears God or whatever it is, and then he changes uh, his name to Paul, and he becomes a helper of Christ versus a persecutor of Christians, and the whole uh, Damascus yeah. Road experience for Paul turning into Saul. Well, then Paul writes all the letters to Corinth. He writes the letters to the Roman. Uh, he, he writes all these big letters and is talking about this stuff, and it seems like he's a guy who's like, man— I'm I'm I notice all these Christians are getting persecuted I'm one of the guys doing it there's a lot of motherfuckers starting to believe in this shit what if I just change my name say I saw God start telling everybody now I'm convinced and by the way here's a bunch of rules for how our church has to be run. I'm Paul, I met God, I was blah, 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 Jesus, was everything. By the way, women can't speak in church, all this blah, 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 gays are still gays and we still hate them. Oh, by the way, they still need to be sinned. This is all Paul in the New Testament. This is in Romans, this is in Corinthians. This is, you know, doesn't it, everybody's like, can you imagine the type of experience it would take for Paul to go from hating Christians to want to be one? And I go, yeah, it's called money. Yeah. Could all you imagine right. the the coin that dude would make to all of a sudden be supporting a fringe thing that get hundreds of followers just like that because right. of Of course a guy named would do that. I I changed my name to Paul from Saul because of God.
1: Oh yeah, make a buck.
2: Flip a buck. Get some people to follow you and write some stories oh, yeah. about you. Ugh. Like that's 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 what looks like happened.
1: You know? Ah, it's, a, yeah. It's a it's wild. short trip. It's wild. Short trip.
2: Short trip. Long time ago.
1: Damn, dude. So that's the it's asshole like of the week. That's the shit.
2: That's the asshole of the week. That's what I've been thinking about. All those guys who wrote that shit and-
1: uh, Garbage.
2: Uh, it potentially uh, slowed progress of humankind for hundreds of years.
1: Definitely. Cause wars that didn't need to be there. Well,
2: not even the wars, just suppression of information. Yeah. The uh, fact the fact that Galileo civil
1: human rights Magellan things.
2: Galileo, all of these early ideologues, everybody who was ahead of their time in understanding how things were working got suppressed, got martyred, got killed by an idea that Man,
1: people have hated science, dude, for so long. Well it's really shitty.
2: Because every time something gets figured
1: out, it shuts <sighs> a door to something that they say God did i think it's like they just know that eventually it's like man people are gonna see right through this bullshit man well isn't it about faith well the thing is is like man just because i've found knowledge and i know that this is right it does suck but i'm not gonna like just be like ma, ma, this is you know what i mean like what's the i mean what what sucks well man well, I don't know. Just the fact that churches don't pay taxes. Things oh, like, yes. Okay. You know yes, I mean? those, like, yes, yes. Those. Yes. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Those yeah. are fundamental things that are like really. That's a lot of money. That's things that can <sighs> did be helping. Did you see? Did you see be, the
2: this Southern Church that was just recently in there? Uh, a Southern Church paid three hundred thousand dollars out of its church fund for Kanye to come and sing with his choir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and. A church spent three hundred thousand dollars for Kanye to come, and Kanye ain't paying taxes on that money that he got paid
1: because nah. it's for a church function. So, nah, this, dude, this church is has easy tax write offs for Kanye, man. He's and a businessman, and did the you hear church, what he wanted to save uh, change his name to you? Uh, some Christian billionaire genius kanye west yeah christian
2: billionaire genius and he and he wants to do a u.s tour to save all atheists did you (laughs) see that as well he wow he's going on a christian tour to a christian u.s
1: tour with his group to save all atheists man what a bummer dude Yeah. yeah what a bummer i think his wife thinks it's crazy his wife is crazy but she's not dude, Christian, dude. Here's no
2: and, and here's a funny thing too is is his record sales were declining. But <sighs> with a guy named a guy like Kanye, it's kind of a Paul. There's a lot here's of people the thing: into his Christianness. He is really pulling a Saul Damascus road experience. He was Kanye. He was this guy. He was doing all this thing. Now he wants to be instead of Saul, he wants to become Paul. He got Money. saved. He's gonna go out and fucking spread the word of Christian. He was convinced. He was swayed. He was brought to him. He's literally pulling a Paul modern day, wow.
1: and he's huge
2: mega. Well, but now he, he's a huge Trump as supporter. As soon as well, yes, and as soon as he talks about, you know, he will have every Christian in his pocket. Oh yeah. Well, as soon Betsy as he
1: DeVos ruins the education. Yeah. Kids are stupid. Religion rules. Guess what? New fucking uh, Trump administration person uh, controlling religious affairs. Yeah. Guess what she used to be. Dude, look up her fucking past jobs. She's like a newfound Christian also, just like Kanye. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, it's really fucking selling crazy it. Crazy how blatant shit's getting selling it to the masses, man. And, and, and the f- thing that sucks is like, oh, we're fucking liberals. You're a fucking libtard. You're a fucking you. La la blah. blah, blah. And but here's all the thing. these people want to fucking. I could get walk s- up to any person. It's like, dude, you're a fucking blind religious fucking well puppet.
2: Here, here's what's crazy: I could walk up to any Christian From and, just by, and just by and just by going, "Hey, I'm another Christian," immediately. I would be in their good graces. Yeah, right. Just by saying that word. They don't have to know anything else about me. I could be a, I could be a murderer, a multi-murderer right. who got out of jail and be a Christian. And well, I, and that's
1: I, the thing is like a lot of Christians in power are fucking.
3: <laughs>
2: oh,
1: have done some serious fuck. shit. Yes. Well, well, and actually Christians is like, you know, it's, you know. Religious actually, people in general, though, it's, it's all.
2: Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing.
1: You can't really say that though. No, I mean, here how about
2: this. Here here's here's, here's
1: the way to I would actually There's an astounding amount of people that a, are in positions of power that are shitty,
2: that are compromised, that also claim to be religious. Yes. Yes. I would say that. It that is not inaccurate. the religion that does it to them. It is the fact that no they are corrupt people to begin with and they recognize by claiming a title of valor of mm-hmm. of of uh persecuted class they can get all the rest of the people in that class some of them. to
1: support them i think some of them feel that way they can you know i think some of them feel like their soul needs that protection you know what i mean i feel like they feel i feel they know that they're fucked up to a certain degree because just like any other person would but i really well, think that they think that you know i no, that's know that's a good point there's the clean I, slate theory with some you know religions that like well you know you forgive your sins and it's all well, gone oh you know you want to know the fucked up you know, you're right you're right you want to go fuck some by, little by, kid every morning out. check it out and just pray
2: it off by that logic
1: as fucked up as
2: that by is. that logic jeffrey dahmer is in heaven and anne frank is in hell
1: agreed oh i know by that logic, and Frank is in hell, yeah. and Jeffrey Dahmer's in heaven. Well, right that's now. the thing, yeah, and exactly, and Jeffrey Dahmer is in heaven, and I'm in hell. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. You, yeah, that's and the funny thing is, like, even my mom being religious, she's like, "Well, you gave your heart to God years ago, so that still counts." <laughs> no, yeah, hey, you well, know what I mean. <laughs> here's what you need. Honestly, that's if, funny if, to me. If my to mom was think to, about if, that, if my mom was to say that like, to
2: me, I would go, "I took that shit back, mom." <laughs> <laughs> right? I already did. You know, I don't. I you know, I, I can't give my heart to someone who uh, won't allow
1: Anne Frank in there because you didn't believe in him. Right? Yeah. The thing is, is that's the sad thing, man. It is. Like it is. It is the poison. Take away all the rules and it's all the things to believe whatever you want, and that's kind of just the fact of the matter. Is like. People can't just so, get and, with the and other, fact that and a, we die and we go. And well, we another dead. question <laughs> to
2: ask a, per, a a fervent believer who kind of has these 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 devout views and and you know, the, as as disgusting as some of it is, is ask the person: Is there anything that you think you disagree with God about? Ask the person, is there anything you disagree with God about?
1: Yeah, I still think they'll be like, well, I can't. <laughs> right, but, right. S- right, but, yeah. but but that
2: means that they have to agree with God that you deserve hell.
1: I think next case, next thing we should do. Next thing. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. What's our next one? So, next Bible study. Next Bible study. Let's talk about Let's talk about the border. Let's talk about walls. Let's talk about let's talk about the exclusion. Let's talk about the amount of verses that talk about inclusion. Oh, okay. Bring, and, and let's, yes, talk, except, and let's talk about except the actual... Accept the, except the people from other borders as your own. Well, yes. And let's talk about the actual people, where they're from, who they're talking about, and how we're not that. And sure. how... All these people say that, you know, and we're excluding other people, even though we're not what this is. We're not what the, where this came from. Sure. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. And, and, and if you're really going to get. You we know, have to talk about slavery, then. Of course. And and it's, you know, fuck. Yep. We should. We should. And it's fucked up. And it sucks. No, you're right. And we should do it. And it's going <laughs> to open a lot of doors. It's going to be a huge conversation. Um, yes, it will but i think it's important because it really kind of breaks down i don't know uh there's wh- no fucking we're all the, it just sucks that like i don't know man i love the i love the fact people are different i love the fact that like you know i don't know why it isn't necessarily well, well, right <laughs> no no here's here's that
2: here's the thing is That's true is something that I've heard about, it. I've never experienced this in other, I've never been to other countries to experience yeah, this. Yeah, enough, in a, in I guess. A, you know, but if you're in France and you have someone come to France from Germany, they're still German. They're not French-German. Yeah. What Then why do we have African-American or African-Korean or right. American-Korean.
1: You're right. Korean-Americans. Right. Co- no, Whoa, as soon as white. people got over to America, Whoa. it was white men and black men, and and all white men became white men. Yes, this is it, dude. Yeah, right. All white men became white men. It wasn't British men. It wasn't European guys. It yep. wasn't. And and also, like, there's African African white guys. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, Elon and, Musk. Yeah, and there's is Af- African and there's African fucking uh, right. right, and so um, and so Europeans, the, a lot I, of them. I
2: hate and that's fucking, while I love America's a melting pot. I hate the fact that we had to blanket out their heritage yeah. and call it American as well. And now I understand if you're born here, you're American, just like if you're born in Germany, what? you're yeah. you're kind of German. But if you're... That's what sucks. If you're an Iranian family from Iran and you come here and you have kids here, I don't think you should be an Iranian-American family. no. You're an Iranian family who lives in America. Fuck yeah! You you may take on every and like I hate the that's that's what I I, I honestly don't understand about nationalism. Is for so I think for people that's if, why I love athletes and not teams. Yes, because I think if people go, oh, this person isn't calling themselves an American. Yet they're taking on our American values and our American liberties and everything our country has to offer. Yet they're not calling themselves American. Mm. It somehow devalues America, and I th- I hate that. It's fact. all about
1: perspective, too, man. Yes, like, it is. Think about like just how we fucking perceive things. And, and it's, it's funny to me, like Martin the Luther- outsider Martin Luther King Jr. Like we're all Americans, right? Well, but that excludes them and having their nationality. And then eventually they become the enemy. And that's what yeah. sucks is like, dude, we have all these people from like everywhere, all I over hate the, the world. F- I hate the every, fact you know. that you can't. I hate
2: the fact that if you're in public and you're talking to somebody and you bring up, like, I'm going to get Mexican food. Mm-hmm. There is now more, more than ever that I've noticed a sway in the connotation that Mexican means to people. Some people hear that word and think of thieves and murderers.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah, it comes in waves or in certain pockets or, I I don't know. They just, it it Uh, could be negative. It could be. Well, the thing is, is like, well, we had the guest on last week and like we, you know, it was Hill's Burrito and yep. and that you know, to some, us saying that could have meant, um, you know, and what I felt like we meant it as was like, dude, they do have a lot of fucking yeah, Spanish food and a lot of well, Mexican there's a food.
2: there's a large there's a large Mexican population, population there in in Hillsborough, uh-huh. and and it, the area is influenced by it, it has been dubbed that way because you can get bomb ass Mexican food there, and now True. some people say it as a slang. Mm. to be negative to be bad but when i worked at valvoline uh-huh. luis my brother who i still see all the time uh-huh. he goes he goes yeah man i can't i i love the fact i don't live in hill's burrito anymore uh-huh. even he called it hill's burrito uh-huh. and he
1: was from uh Tihuacan uh-huh. and like because maybe he just got classified as kind of you know uh maybe i don't know am i reaching? I, no, I no i i think
2: i think it's it's only uh insecure white people who worry about that name being uh actually uh uh, insulting gotcha to mexicans mexicans call it hills burrito yeah i don't doubt that it's it's insecure white people who worry about offending them that worry about the words we say that's that that is the it, it is it's insecure white people
1: well, and the who super, are who are super triggered
2: people too that actually are—they're all white. Yeah, they're all white.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not thinking that fucking all Black, the Spanish people are stomping around like they're calling a Hills burrito. <laughs> yeah. No,
2: no, but but but
1: they—they're fine
2: with their jokes about themselves. Definitely, we're the ones who get mad about jokes about Mexicans, right? Mexicans don't get mad about jokes about Mexicans. Carlos Mencia. Can mm-hmm. talk mad shit about Mexicans. I feel but, like that's but yeah. he, but he also can talk mad shit about the Irish and the French and the Portuguese and any <clears throat> other thing he is not, and no one gets mad,
1: yeah, certain people pull that off extremely well it, uh, yeah, well, I think, like, dude, man, you're a fucking comedian, man, like. Well, here's the thing. You're, You're words there to actually like. You words. Know. That's the best part of being aren't, a comedian. Aren't actually hurtful. Nah. Usage is hurtful. Yeah. You can words say the exact are not same words and mean them two different ways. Five, One. ten different ways. Yeah. And sometimes it can mean. Yeah. And it can be on that sliding scale. Any which way you put it. And, be. and the other thing just as important yeah. as. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Right. Like fuck you, dude. Fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> you know something but like that.
2: It's here's important. the other thing, and I and this is so important to me, just as important as just as important of a fact, a uh, 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 understanding as words themselves aren't hurtful. The color of the skin of the person saying the word isn't either.
1: Yeah. Okay, I get that.
2: Now I understand there are some words
1: that, uh, yeah. Well, there's a lack of you know they're, like they're, understanding there that can make it he, yes, cloudy yes Make get bad.
2: I I don't think it. I I personally struggle with the understanding. Like I get it. Uh, I, I sh- I should really never say the n-word. Oh, of course. No matter what yeah. No matter what context. Uh. Uh-huh. I've said it in front of a black guy before. Uh-huh. I have. Do you remember that? In hooligans way back in the day when I was Maybe. making when I was making fun of somebody else and uh-huh. I called another white person a uh-huh. in front of a black guy yeah. and he laughed and high-fived me. Do you remember that uh-huh. shit? I when, think I did. Way back in the day. Uh-huh. And It slipped out of my mouth because I was calling a white guy, but, and then as soon as I said it, I looked at him and i like, and he goes, oh man, that was fucking funny. He is a, and I was like, (laughs) all right, that's, but, uh, you know, I, it slipped, but also I was trying to describe the care, the, the kind of character of the person and it sucks that it's tied to a skin color. It sucks that yeah. that word is just tied to a skin color, not a
1: type of behavior of a person. Right, because even Chris Rock. Well, Rock's- and the thing, how you say that, like it isn't actually like you're not talking about like an, a a hoodlum like lion. I'm not no crazy, Like, no. You're talking about a certain. Swag, I'm talking.
2: I'm no. I'm know, actually talking. Or- to, well, yes, it was. It was actually uh, the pump like. White dude sagging pants, music, uh, yeah, yeah, t- speaking ebonics, uh, hat sideways huh. hanging off his head, chains right. around his neck, ice everywhere, big ass watch right. like everything about him in Alaska being somebody that he's like, yeah, the, uh, the iconicification of living above his means, flash like all of those things. Uh, uh. You know, it's straight from a Chris Rock joke, man. I mean, yeah, there's black people, and then there's noon and like <laughs> and I think that goes for white people too there's there's like the, the it's a cat- you know i I don't know i I struggle with it because when i there's sometimes when I wanna say the word, maybe I'm singing along to a rap song,
1: oh well, yeah, maybe uh dude, well, all the rap songs are pretty goddamn catchy, and it's fucking you d- know. yeah. Yeah. when you're in the heat of the moment you just want to sing the words and then you're just like fuck well I can't but or, but I also uh,
2: recognize that I don't ever want to call a person that oh yeah well and, well I never want to I I, well, I really should I really well I should I really shouldn't want to catalog a person as a word like that I think that while, well, while I never want to feel well, the
1: hate to no. actually like have someone feel no the association of having someone called something that bad and now or, you know what I mean like right that's my thing is like I never want to be in the situation ever well here's to another feel one. the regret calling, of saying something that harsh and calling someone a like, pussy something I would never l- really mean either I've been like, dealing with that one a lot lately like, calling someone a pussy yeah.
2: It's probably an unfair name to call somebody. It's lazy. It doesn't actually articulate the point I'm trying to make to that person True. about their character by calling yeah, them a pussy. this is kind of a low because, blow, but why? Well, to why, why, why should it be Not why, good advice. But, but why should pussy be a low blow? It's actually, one, pussies are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amen. They're they're incredibly strong and resilient. They yeah. birth life. They uh yeah. they can take a beating from a bunch of dicks and go back to normal. To they're sing. dexterous. They they can do. <laughs> why should why should that be something derogatory for thing. weakness of a man for 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 uh, of a person? You know, and so you know, oh, I've tried. I've you. tried to go like like
1: you switch that up on my thought right there. You know, so I've
2: tried to I've tried to think of other things like like uh. Like, you know, you jellyfish. Jellyfishes are weak as fuck, dog.
1: They're mushy. You they, fucking they permeable can't... membrane. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Fucking. Yeah,
2: yeah. There 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 may be another You know, there I think there are while while we have used words to kind of I uh, create a sentiment of an idea. Let's pick up some British things, man.
1: Those cunt, guys are cunt.
2: Forgotten. Cunt is great. I wish we could use that <laughs> word way more. And, yeah. and I'm not talking about cunt as well, a
1: pussy. As a I was going to say, well, we just kind of went there.
2: No, no, but, no. But 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 they don't use cunt as a pussy. Well, I they love
1: bloody. Just for fucking. Oh, yeah. That's sure, great. Sure. That's fucking cool. That's Wanker. bloody cool. Wanker. Wanker. I know. It's so funny. Like, Americans are so afraid of sex, anything sexual at all. Yeah. That's why pes- pussy and cunt and fucking right, because wang, whatever. You know whatever you just said. Well, and here's the <laughs> other thing. Here, and they're okay. all like, oh but, god, but he's a wanker. Think,
2: but here's what I think. I think guys have an idea of an idea of weakness. I know we, Holy we fucking. We, shit. This was gonna be a bazooka, but we went forever. <laughs> I, I think guys have an idea of weakness and calling a guy a pussy, even though we're not necessarily thinking of literally a woman's vagina when no. we call a guy a pussy. Uh. The same way,
1: you inferior male. The same way, <laughs> dick. <laughs>
2: When you call someone a fucking dick, you're not talking about
1: a penis. I think you're talking. You're we, talking about an asshole. I think more or less when you call a man a pussy, you're more or less saying your dick is so small it goes inside of yourself. <laughs> I think that might actually be a, well, a more accurate sure. depiction.
2: Okay, of what's what's the? But here's my question: What's
1: the opposite of a pussy then? The opposite of a pussy? Ah,
2: oh, dude. If you were to call someone a pussy, and that is the negative term your dicks inside yourself, what's the other way to say it? Oh, I love this. Actually, this is great. Right. Because if you want to- You're a pussy. You're a stallion. Well. You're a fucking Viking. You're a- Because if you call someone a dick, you're a fucking dick. He's- you're not talking about a penis. You're talking about an asshole. Just the same way, if you call someone a pussy, you're not talking about a vagina. You're talking about weak. So if you call someone yeah. a dick, you're yeah. going like and, you're an asshole. And I even had to use asshole, and it's another body part. Yeah, you're being a fucking jackass. You're being a you know yeah, you're true. being rude and 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 arrogant yeah. and boisterous. And yeah, you're being this kind of over okay. the top. But you're not talking about a dick. But yeah. But again, that's rudeness. But you can just say, Definitely. but you can, but what's the opposite
1: of being a dick? Being, oh, the opposite of being a dick. No, oh, being a pussy, I guess, but. But. Being a con. We're, we're not saying, <laughs> but, but now
2: does soft mean, if, if you're saying a pussy, that's also being like non-confrontational, non-assertive. Uh, True. Nothing. It does have multiple right, meanings, right, you could Right, right, so, say. because if I was to think, if I, just an asshole, being rude, the opposite of that mm. is nice. So uh, if you call someone a dick, it encompasses all of the negative connotations of a, a arrogant, uh arrogant, non-caring person, right? Fuck. The opposite of that is something nice, but it doesn't have to n- necessitate losing masculinity in uh, being nice. So I actually think if you're going to call someone a dick, you should be like, you're a dick, man. And that actually means a very nice, caring, masculine guy because dicks <laughs> most of the time are giving pleasure. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're it, a dick, man. <laughs> and that is a nice term for someone who is... Well, they do say now it's kind of a good term, like, giving dick is kind of like... Yes. like Yes, it's kind so of I positive. think we take
2: dick back and <laughs> when you call someone a dick, you're actually giving them a compliment that they are a caring... Is that our new ner- 20,
1: 2020 goal?
2: That they are a caring, nurturing goal. masculine person. An asshole is t- t- sex fluid. An asshole can be a <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so you can be a male asshole or a female asshole. Both True. of them are assholes. Yeah,
1: if non-gender you, specific. If you call
2: someone a pussy,
1: Portland-friendly,
2: <laughs> they may be, they may be a little feminine, but they are strong. I think that could be a positive spin on the word pussy. Like you, pussy.
1: <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you're
2: strong, but you're kind of going about it like a bitch. <laughs> but but you're not you're not wrong. You're just kind of a pussy.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like that also is used. I don't know, right? But it's I not feel like the only. So many one different that, words like that. Just like you can kind of use them a lot or in different ways. Sure, but I think we they take fit. them
2: back and make their make them actually take them shoot. back and make them different. Twenty
1: twenty, the make, campaign yeah. for different dicks and pussies and using the <laughs> words right better. Yeah, and and figuring. So out a I way. like where you went with the dicks. I don't know if I'm gonna jump on board with the pussies. There part. has to be a way to be able to call
2: someone a pussy and make it positive. Because P- pussies are nice. You're a pussy. Yeah, but but what are you trying to tell that person by using it? Because pussies are nice. They smell good sometimes. Sometimes they taste good sometimes. Uh, they're tough as fuck. Uh, they're less preferable if dry. I don't, like, what, that's the thing. If you're trying to actually accomplish this as a body part, thinking about it like that, uh, you know, dick, if you're calling someone a dick, you're saying, I'm hey. I'm just trying, to, this well, is okay, weird, here's maybe, the other thing. I'm imagining a food. Here's the other thing, if you're calling a guy a dick, you're going, hey.
1: I'm imagining, like, a papaya.
2: You're kind of strong, you're
1: solid, you give pleasure, but you're ugly as fuck. I think you could probably be like, um, I don't know, yeah. Like, uh, these words have to mean something. And, oh, of course. And, and Better than it, what they are being used for. Exactly. Because when you
2: call someone a dick, you're not actually talking about a dick. Just as when you no. say, when you're calling someone a pussy, you're not actually talking about a pussy. Yeah. So they have to be changed. The vernacular we use has to change to have a word that encompasses what we mean when we say someone's a dick. And then uh. when we call someone a dick, it has to mean what we actually think dicks are. Right. I get it I completely Which is sensitive caring they cry when they're Touched too hard (laughs) I mean (laughs) Word you know Like there are all of these other things That are not What most of the time When we're talking when it calls them a dick we're talking about
1: The body around the dick (laughs) Yeah definitely Right which is
2: More asshole than anything
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah true Yeah things happen Yes. Things out there. Small Z's. We explained some things. Yes, small Z's. we're gonna keep working on these. I think so. I, well, hey, I, I I love the thoughts. idea.
2: I love the idea of the next time we want to talk about some heavy Bible study shit. Let's talk about uh immigrants, let's talk about the wall, let's talk about nationality, let's talk about where that comes let's from. Talk how yes, yes. Let's talk about
1: inclusion, exclusion. Let's talk about tribal geography. Let's talk about fucking how uh, borders. Uh,
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and where it's of, and what it talks about in the thing that a Christian should believe of, uh, the walls because I really and, do I, and I, I, even
1: Moses and uh, let my people go and sure sure all oh, kinds of oh we you could know, we and, could definitely go know. to
2: d- Pharaoh or God hardening the Pharaoh's heart yeah and, and the
1: walls tumbling down with the horns yes and yes let's uh, have some
2: fun we and I think that I want because here's my thing in America which is where we live which is who we're affected by which is who the people we're around who vote. The majority of Americans are Christian voters, and they're the ones who vote. And I think that talking about these ideas that they care fervently about and what their doctrine actually says about it is something. They know something little about, though. They, it, which is why I think it's important to talk about. I think it's important. They may know little about it, but if we can reach someone, if it's we can all out there, if we can let them know that, hey, you're you're. You have a doctrine which is telling you to separate yourself from someone who is so close to you, you don't even realize it in almost every view of day-to-day life. And yet you're voting on laws that immediately affect your neighbor negatively because of something you believe in that may not be true. If I could, inna- if I could help in any way to inhibit laws being passed hurting my friends... Because of
1: views that they don't agree with. I want to be an advocate for fucking just healthy living. And I don't know, man. I don't want to take away anyone's right to believe no. in it's, it's, something. It's
2: humanism. I just
1: more or less want like... They can believe anything they want. Like, they
2: just cannot pass laws which affect people that don't believe the way they
1: do. Right. Based exactly. all, Based only on their belief. Right. There's no... I don't know. There's no data. There's no base. There's just yep. words yep. from a time past that just doesn't work with our current situation. Yep. We got. We got to work together. Damn we right. We can't have. Well, we have. What to are doing.
2: Humans are all humans.
1: <coughs>
2: we're yes, the, we're the same. We all have the same value. It
1: don't matter what flavor. We still all. Tasty. We all have the
2: same worth, and <laughs> and bad ideas do not mean their humans are bad. Education is the cure for bad ideas. And with educate, <sighs> education is the cure. Agreed and, entirely. And once you have education, humans quit being bad.
1: Agreed. And that's why the Trump administration decided he's going to put the worst fucking education fucking department that's cutting and Do they want to keep cutting and Yes, they do. I don't know. They want yeah. to make it a, a less a edu- non-religious man is... I don't know, man. I don't want to get too political, man, but I We'll hate do it, it next time. We'll do it next time. I
2: hate it. We've been going for a three-hour bazooka. Anyway. This is beautiful. Hey, we love you guys. We love you all.
1: Hope you listened. Hope we didn't turn you off too incredibly much with the... Uh...
2: I, I just... Whew. You know, here's the thing. We got we, we've deep. had a lot of podcasts. We've talked to a lot of guests. We've had a lot of conversations, but this was a time where me and Jason could sit down and talk about just me and him and things on our brain. And... I hope we covered enough of base that you guys are kind of uh, feeling reconnected to me and him as your hosts. And there if you don't go. like what we said tonight, then uh, maybe you have some reevaluating for what about what we said offended you. True. Uh, if if you have, but we're open for dialogue. Please, and and that's what I was going to say. If if you guys want to contact us, if you have something to uh, debate with us, or we said something wrong, or we were misguided on a fact. Um or he, if you
1: just want to call us a dick or a pussy.
2: Please call our hotline 971-801-8378. Call us a dick, call us a pussy and let us know what you're yeah. talking about when you mean pussy in a positive uh, because way. Because because if you just call <laughs> us a pussy, you don't give anything. I'm going to think that you think I taste nice and uh I'm I'm up for a good time.
1: We're changing the connotations of these words. That's right. 2020 baby. That's right.
2: I'm, that that means I'm strong and <sighs> taste good.
1: So and dexterous.
2: Yes. Uh <laughs> And if you call me a dick, well, I might, you might be right. Um, yeah. Uh, but please yeah, call us 971-801-8378 or email us uh, time podcast at com, And uh, you can give us all the emails there. Oh, wait, I think that's right. Is it time and stuff podcast or time and stuff pod? I'll tell you right now on our email. And that's what I was going to say. If you guys want to send us emails about anything we said, uh write us and we will respond one hundred percent. We would love that okay it is it is time and stuff pod at gmail.com.
1: And we will read and we will read your emails. On the show we, well
2: yeah. if if you want us to read your emails on the show, please tell us. If you don't want us to read your emails on the show, write and say just respond to me. You don't read it on the show and we won't. And but we want the dialogue. We want to know we want to know if we're wrong we want to know if we're mistaken and a way that we could change our views to help be better humans. Yeah. But if, if, or if t- there's just a situation, but, but I wanted to say this, yeah. sorry, not to cut you off. Oh yeah. But if you just, if you're writing us just to tell us we are lost and we need to repent or anything like that to <laughs> yeah. save our souls save or we're going to burn in heaven, save your fucking time.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, give us some actual, please. Yeah, something. Give, give like, us substance. Give us a know, verse to we, read to correct us. Give we us, at least read three verses of three your, chapters. Yeah, of your Bible. excuse me, three chapters of your book, and you know, I don't know. I how did grew get, up with those words? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But and or I, I definitely felt like. You know, it was all similar or similar you know, or uh, familiar. It, yeah, exactly. There it is. And uh but yeah, would you really get in there? Yeah, it's just. Yeah, they just say too many things that are just I don't know. Yep, It'd be interesting. Of course, I don't know the original language it was written, but well, it's just still wasn't much better factional. Wasn't enough. much better.
2: I mean, it was it was written in it was written in uh Aramaic to begin with. And then translated to Hebrew and then to English. So, um, you know, it's the old, the old, old language, or maybe it was Hebrew first and Aramaic and then English. One of those ways. It went one of those ways. But, there, but yeah. But the, the 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 point of the words is still there. Right. The, the account of the creation from chapter Genesis 1. Yeah.
1: And honestly, okay, yeah, we're getting on a little long but long story short though yes next time we get on this and we talk about borders and we talk about all this shit and we talk about where our country's at kind of in a hole I think like you know if really if this is the religion that everyone wants and this is actually factual or whatever and fucking heaven exists I don't want to live in that heaven (laughs) because I don't want to I don't want to exclude people man so fuck that well
2: I don't want to have to I don't want to have to live in a heaven Where I'm at the feet of the God that made my friends have to go to hell just simply
1: because of the way that they were born, which is how he created them in the first place. Yeah, so it's very much like for me, about me, because I created this existence for us to be tested in a very much like close-minded this is all about me. Also perspective of or wait with the illusion of like this is all free but you well, have to believe in me or go to hell. Yes and here, <laughs> and
2: and basically he, like, crea- will? No. he created a system where the majority of all humans that ever existed would be in hell and only a select few would be at heaven worshipping him for turning the rest of everybody who ever existed to hell. Yeah. It's gross. I can't. I kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, we no one would vote for a president like that. Well, and on that, <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow, you just—I don't know. That, oh. was, that was way too easy. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so well, hey. In in
2: in in all reality, we love you guys. Uh, this has been another rambling episode of us. I I hope that. Maybe you heard something that piques your interest. Maybe you thought about something different for the first time. Maybe you agree with us and just think that we're on the right path or whatever. Uh, Yeah.
1: Maybe you think we're fucking absolute lunatics, but you love listening to us talk to each other because we're weird.
2: Whatever it is, we love you. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for being a human. Thank you for caring for people and loving and uh, you know, driving like you know each other. We hope that you do that.
1: Yeah. And keep building your own, like, fucking, what you believe is right. Yes. yes. Honestly, and let us know how that's going for you, because we love that.
2: And if you vote, vote to hurt the least amount of people as possible. Right. That's all I gotta say. Um. Boom. There it is. All right, bro. You love, you. love you. Love you too. We're out.